Stay tuned. Your local sports action is coming up next. Your local sports action is coming up next. Donovan for three. Oh, he hits it! He 
hits it. Aaron Donovan hits a three-pointer that gives the Tigers the win. Wachek got Aaron out again down the far side. That ball is going to be caught at the 50-yard line. Off to the races, 40. He's at the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, St. Cecilia. Streaming now on ExtremeSports.com and on the Extreme Sports app. An exclusive presentation of high school sports. So this is, like I said, a very important run for you guys. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, six and three, you probably have a chance to maybe host a game. Uh, five and four, you're going to get in, probably playing one of the top four seeds. I mean, four and five, you might get in as well, playing one of the top four seeds. So we're, it's really the table's kind of set for us. It's, it's kind of in our control of how we play, and uh, if we can finish this thing out three and zero, I mean, I think that that would go a long ways. Scott's Blanca coming in, uh, maybe in a similar boat as you guys. They're sitting at 3-3 uh, three and three on the season. We know what this team is going to do. They're going to rush the football. Now the, the big challenge is trying to stop that rushing attack. Yeah, I mean, you know exactly what they're going to do every year. It's been that way forever. And, uh, you know, being real sound in your gaps and, and, and tackling is going to be very important. Moving the football and keeping it away from them is going to be important as well because they're going to do that on their end. Uh, the amount of possessions that are going to take place probably isn't very many, so you got to really cash in. This is a team that averages 284 yards per ball game rushing, only 43 yards uh, per game passing. But you really got to be aware of their passing attack too, don't you? Well, and, that, and it's the timing thing of that. You know, they'll they'll kind of lull you to sleep running the ball. You're stopping that. All of a sudden, they come out and run a play action, and and people kind of their eyes aren't in the right spot, and and they get you on that. So. Uh, you got to stop the run, but you also have to be very aware of the pass. Yeah, the DBs tonight for uh, the Tigers obviously going to have to have a, a great game tonight. They're not going to throw it a lot, but when they do, it's usually a big play. Well, and they've, and they've got to be really good in run support, you know, because if, if, if we can't count on them in run support, that's going to be tough too. So uh, they've kind of got a very diverse task tonight, and, and they've got to make sure they're ready for that. Sebastian Boyle is their number one running back. He's uh, rushed for 818 yards, five touchdowns so far this year. Talk about him. What do you see out of him? Well, I mean, he, he's elite. He's one of the best in the in the state. You know, uh, he could go to any team in the state of Nebraska in Class B or probably Class A and and be one of their guys. So uh, he's tough to bring down. The key is we cannot let him get square to the line and being able to power through. So if we can kind of get him going lateral, uh, I think that's going to go a long ways for us. Got other two other running backs that uh, are involved in the the rushing attack. Even their quarterback is involved in the rushing attack. So uh, there's a lot of guys back there to to cover. Yeah, and they've always been that way. They kind of have their feature back, but uh, you know their wing and then their their fullback and their quarterback always carry the ball a fair amount, and and they do some damage when they do that because you're really trying to gear up for their feature back. Uh, and those guys are usually good enough athletes that can make you pay. And this is a type of formation you don't see any other time during the year, so you're kind of got to learn this stuff all in one week, don't you? Yeah, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like preparing for a team back in the early '90s. You know, everybody ran the wishbone or or the option game and things like that. You don't see it much, uh, so when you do, you kind of it's kind of a reset in practice. It's like, okay, this is what we got this week. Then probably next week you're going to change it up again and kind of go to that spread stuff. So, um, with the limited amount of time you have in a week, sometimes that can be very difficult. 
So what's the keys to, to stopping the rushing attack? What do we got to do tonight to, to stop this thing? Well, we're going to load the box. You know, our, our uh, DBs are going to be in a run support position, but they're going to be man-to-man on those wings and tight ends. So they've got some really tough jobs ahead of them. But uh, uh, on those down blocks, knocking off pullers is going to be important to kind of string things out and make them go lateral. Uh, I think that's going to be real important for us in tackling. You know, we got to rally to the football because uh, their running backs are good. Yeah, on defense, Coach, what, what's Scott's Bluff do on defense? What can we do to maybe attack their defense tonight? You know, we feel like everything we've seen um, and what we run, we feel like we have some things we can keep pace with them. I, I think it's going to be a real back-and-forth uh, possession-wise. And, um, again, the team that uh, makes more mistakes is probably going to be the one that comes out on the short end. So we've got to make sure we're very efficient. Uh, when we get those opportunities, we have to score, and that's going to be real important for us. Not turning the ball over, not giving them short field. Uh, special teams will play into that as well. Field position is going to be important. So uh, if you kind of look at football in general, um, all the things that kind of make you lose, I mean, you got to make sure you don't do those tonight. Started talking about uh, finishing drives at the beginning of this thing. Tonight, obviously, going to be important. We're not going to have a lot of possessions in this game. We're going to have to finish drive to put points on the board. For sure. you got to finish drives. And I think somewhere along the line, you kind of got to steal a possession. You know, you've got to maybe get a turnover, uh, flip the field with a special team or something like that. I think that's going to be real important, too. Good luck. Thanks. Charlie Shoemaker, head coach for Hastings High. You're listening to High School Football tonight on Extreme Sports. There is still plenty of time to enjoy the Southern Hills Golf Course of Hastings. Call or go online to book your tee times and enjoy this 18-hole par 72 course that offers fun and challenges for all skill levels. The greens at the Southern Hills Golf Course are large and a delight to putt on. After the round, relax in the newly remodeled clubhouse with plenty of TVs to enjoy your favorite sporting events and grab some great food, including pizza, burgers, a Philly cheesesteak sandwich, or your favorite appetizer. Don't forget to book the clubhouse for an upcoming event. Just give Southern Hills Golf Course a call or go online at southernhillshastings.com. The Southern Hills Golf Course is located just off Highway 6 on Southern Hills Drive. Swing by today. You are listening to Extreme Sports, Central Nebraska's new home for sports. All right, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Boyd Wilson Field getting sent. This is the, the final regular season home game for uh, Hastings High here tonight, Jimmy, as they We'll uh, honor their seniors there uh, before kickoff, and we'll get ready to go. A couple of three-and-three three teams getting sent to a battle here at the Osborne Sports Complex. We'll get you the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service. Three convenient locations and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Hastings will go with Tucker Senek at quarterback tonight. He is in thrown for 1,148 yards, six touchdowns so far this season. Naz Robinson will be the fullback, 5'10", 190-pound senior. He's rushed for almost 500 yards this season. The slot receiver tonight is going to be Keith and Krings, a 5'10", 150-pound junior. The tight end will be Chance Burton, 6'2", 205-pound junior. Wide receiver, Tice Carrera, 6'3", 160-pound senior. The other wide receiver, Landon Heinrich, 6'3", 170-pound senior. And across the front for Hastings tonight, Xander Lockling will be your center, 5'7", 
200-pound junior. The tackles will be Keelan Jones, 5'11", 235-pound senior. And Blaine Hammack, who's a 5'11", 265-pound senior. Also up there on the offensive line for the Tigers, Landon Devaney, a 6'3", 245-pound senior. And Mason Hill, 6'4", 265-pound senior. Starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, locally owned, locally managed with friendly service. Three convenient locations and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. So Hastings going to get the football first. Scott's Bluff will have the pig teed up at the 40-yard line. Hastings working from our right to our left. That's south to north here at the Osborne Sports Complex as we get set to go. Hastings high and Scott's Bluff high school football action here tonight. Here's the uh, kickoff. It's going to be well into the end zone. It's going to be a touchback, and the Tigers will bring it back on the touchback, their first offensive possession of this football game. Hastings High averaging 191 yards per game passing, 117 yards per game rushing. More of a lopsided affair for Scott's Bluff. They average only 43 yards per game passing. They rush for 284. We know what they're going to do offensively. Yeah. It's now just uh, stopping the thing, huh? Yeah, that's exactly right. We'll worry about that when we get around on that side of the ball. But uh, Hastings, I think they need to mix in the pass and the run tonight to be successful. Scott's Bluff's got a good... Oh, here's oh, an no. interception. Interception first play. And taking the ball all the way back to the uh, four-yard line is going to be uh, Jet Webb. Steps right in front of uh, Chance Burton. They were trying to uh, get it to the tight end there. Chance Burton and Jed Webb steps right in front of a Burton and takes the ball down to the three-yard line of Hastings High on the very first play. Boy, what a big momentum swing early in this ball game. That's uh, the third interception for Sinek. And for Scotts Bluff's defense, the fifth interception this season. Now we'll see this double tight set, and they'll just pound this football all night long. Here's a Sebastian Boyle. He's got the ball. He's going to be hitting down. He goes down to about the two-yard line. And now uh, the Tigers say they have come up with a ball. Do the officials agree? The officials conferring down here at the five-yard line. The Tigers say they have the ball. And they the got Tigers it. have the ball. The Tigers have the ball back-to-back turnovers here to begin the ball game. And that uh, you talk about uh, uh, Sebastian Boyle, he's a big boy in there, over 200-pound running back. He's going to be the load. They will hand the ball off to him a lot here tonight. They met him in the hole, pushed him back a couple of yards right in the middle of the scrum. Somehow somebody for uh, the Tigers got a hand in there, ripped the ball out. i never seen it fall to the turf. Doesn't matter. The officials got it going the other way. Cooper Cole is going to be credited with the uh, fumble recovery. So an interception. For Scott's Bluff, and a fumble here in the uh, opening seconds of this ballgame. We're 20 seconds in. We've had two turnovers. There's an inside running uh, attack here. Naz Robinson taking the ball up here to about the uh, seven-yard line, picking up three yards on the play. I don't know if I've ever seen a game, Jimmy, with the two turnovers in two plays to start a game. No, I, I don't know. As many years as we've been doing this, uh, I don't think we've seen it either. But uh, that was a, a handoff for Naz Robinson. Again, I think they need to mix the football around. They've got uh, the uh, the uh, receiver Krings back from an injury here a couple weeks ago. Everybody seems to be healthy, so they got enough weapons on the outside. They'll need to spread it. Senek throws it out to the far side. That's going to be in and out of the hands of his intended receiver out there and uh, Cooper Cole, or their Chance Burton. Chance Burton well, out there, out there on the 
coverage was uh, Joey Canseco. When I tell you what, if they're going to try to throw the football around, that offensive line needs to suck it up and do a better job. Sinek was on his britches in the end zone. He was hit, took a shot from the defensive end here on this right side. He got in there, looked virtually untouched, and that was a quick throw out there. Fortunate that one wasn't picked off as well. Now Hastings looks at a third down and about seven. Sinek throws the ball across the middle. That pass was uh, delivered high to Robinson. Robinson is decked on the play. It's an incomplete pass, and the Tigers go three plays and outs. And now we're playing the field position because we're going to be a punting here from deep in our own end zone. Yeah, and they're going to have to get a good snap off here. They've got a, a bunch of men right up in the box. We'll see. They will drop a couple of guys back deep. But look at the field position Scott's Bluff is looking to get here. They're going to have their return men set up at about the 41-42 yard line. Back deep is Sebastian Galindo and also Carter Reisig. Jimmy mentioned sitting back here at the 42-yard line. He sees a punt from about seven yards deep in their own end zone. Here comes a kick and not a very good one. Bounces at the 24, bounces at the 25 across the 30, out to the 33-yard line. So uh, that's about a, what, 25-yard punt? Yeah, 25, 26. We'll give him 26. We'll give him 26 on that. Coming into the game, Burton had been averaging about 42 a kick, but that one there just trying to get it off quick because he was standing in that uh, crimson end zone of the uh, Lloyd Wilson field here. So now Scott's Bluff will come back out. Second possession. Again, they had the fumble down inside the 10, and the Tigers come up with it. They'll have the football out here at the 33-yard line. All right, so uh, a strange beginning to this uh, ball game here as they uh, sweep to the left side running the football there is uh, Carter Rising. Rising uh, carrying the ball there for uh, Scott's Bluff. That's uh, no gain in the play. Second down into 10 yards to go. Cooper Cole, they're the last stop for the uh, Tigers. Mike, you talk about the rushing attack. They got Boyle in there at 818 yards, nine touchdowns. The quarterback, Nate Kelly, he's uh, pretty good as well. He's got a little over 400 yards, 401 to be exact, three touchdowns. And then Rising's got 271. So they got three guys that can rush the football very effectively. There's a uh, direct snap to your quarterback, Nate Kelly, and he's going to run it for a yard. Good job with the Tiger defense. So far, again, Cooper Cole entered the stop for the Tigers on defense, his second consecutive tackle. So two running plays, no gain here for, a, for a Scott's Bluff. Third down and 10 yards to go. The ball sitting down here at the Hastings High 32-yard line. So far defensively, I'm sure Charlie is very happy. He talked about how they're going to have to tackle very well against this rush-prone offense that they have. They shift guys around. You know what they're going to do. You just got to make sure you don't peek. We'll tell you what happens then. All right, Kelly wants to throw the football. He's going to throw to the far side. He's going to be caught making a sliding catch down here at the 25-yard line. That's going to be Braxton Buford. He's going to be short of a first down. You see the Tigers' defense on that last play, Jimmy, all 11 guys within about uh, five, six yards of the line of scrimmage. That concerns me because this is what you were saying. Yeah. You peek in the uh, the backfield and they're going to run by. And Scott's Bluff, they don't throw the ball a whole lot, but when they do, it's usually a big play. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, you've got to be disciplined. You cannot be peeking in the backfield, thinking run. They'll send somebody right around the end on a wheel route and they'll take it the distance. Fourth down, they'll go for it here at the 25. Fourth down. Oh, the and they're going to give them a free first down. Yeah, the Tigers jump. Tigers jump on the uh, right end. That was fourth down and three. And the Tigers uh, jumping offsides on defense. That's going to give them a first down down here at the uh, 20-yard line. What do we always say? Who uh, Sometimes in these close uh, matched-up games, who, who could be the winner? The one that makes the least amount of mistakes. That's a mistake right there. You give them a fresh set of downs at the 20. Here's Sebastian Boyle with a ball. Boyle takes it off a right tackle. 
Takes the ball down to the 17-yard line to pick up a three yards in a play. Chance Burton is in on the stop for a Hastings high on defense. Yeah, Scott's bluff is perfectly content, Jimmy, with getting three, four yards a carry. That's that's what they do. They're going to rush the ball, and they say, hey, if you can stop us, stop us. And we talk a lot about how long we've been doing this, but every time we watch Scott's bluff and they come to town, this is what they've done, this is what they do. They don't try to hide it. Possession's going to be somewhat limited. Kelly fakes the ball. Now he runs it 15, 10, 5. He's going to be into the end zone touchdown. Nate Kelly Kelly takes it in from 18 yards out on the second offensive series, and Scott's bluff goes out on top. Yeah, little hole off the left side. They've got uh, some big boys up there on the offensive line. They opened up just enough of a scene, and we talked about how Kelly, the quarterback, he's the second leading rusher on this football team. He's pretty gifted. He got through the hole, and then uh, once he once he got into the secondary, it was a foot race. Nobody could bring him down. 18-yard touchdown. All right, here comes the uh, extra point. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick is Going to be up there, and it is good. So the PAT is good, and Scott's Bluff uh, goes out on top of Heesing. Second offensive series, a jammer in the end zone. Scott's Bluff has got the lead. 8.47 to play here in the first quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Scott's Bluff, seven. He sings nothing. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. You are locked into Xtreme Sports. Let's get back to the field with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. All right, Scott's Bluff has got the lead early in the football game. Seven to nothing is the score. Here comes the boot. It's going to be fielded this time by the Tigers at the goal line. Quickly back to the 10, to the 15, 20, 25, out to the uh, 29-yard line. We'll get to the uh, last scoring drive. They're brought to you by Selleck Law Firm in Grand Island, specializing in estate planning, probate, and personal injury. Give them a call today at 308-675-4035. The Scotts Bluff scoring drive. Five plays, 32 yards. Nate Kelly, the quarterback, takes it in from eight yards out to point after touchdown. Good. That's the way we stand. Seven to nothing is the score. Scotts Bluff has got the lead. So, after a couple of turnovers in the first 20 seconds of the ball game, a short punt, and Scott's Bluff turns it into points on a five-play, 32-yard drive. Tigers have the ball. They pitch her back here. They take it around the left end, across the 30, onto the 32-yard line. That's a Cole rushing the football for Hastings High. Tackle is made in there by Jet Webb. Whereas Scott's Bluff on defense, picking up a four, second down and six. We talk about Cooper Cole coming into this game. He has been very, very good for Charlie and the uh, Tigers this season on both sides of the ball. He's uh, up there around the top of the leader in the defensive side of things. Picks up a nice gain of four. Here's a Seneca pass thrown to the near side. Caught here right on the sideline. That's a Heinrichs hauling the ball in for the Tigers. That's going to be a first down. Sebastian Galindo is over here to uh, knock him out of bounds. 
for Scott's Bluff, but the Tigers move the six. First down here out here at the Hastings High 44. Tigers moving right to left in this first quarter of play. Number 13 catches one and takes her down the field, 13 yards. 13-yard gain, first first down for the Tigers here tonight. They'll push the ball all the way up to the 44-yard line. And again, with uh, the offense that Scott's Bluff runs, these quarters are going to move by pretty quick. 8.05 left to go here in the first quarter. All right, Sinek has got a pair of wide receivers each way now. On first down, 10 yards to go from the 44. Sinek is going to hand the ball away. That's Cole with the ball. Cole will take it to the 45, maybe the 46. Riding him to the ground that time for Scott's Bluff is going to be a Traven Jackson. Jackson, a six foot two, 190-pound junior for the Cats. Well, he's been on a lot of tackles this year for Scott's Bluff. 29 tackles, seven and a half tackles for loss, and two quarterback sacks. That was a pickup of only about one on the play. Second down, nine yards to go. Hastings high with the ball in their own 45-yard line. They're trailing in this football game on a score of 7 to nothing. Sinek backs up, dances in a pocket. Now he's got to scramble across the 45, still on his feet to the 50, inside Scott's Bluff territory, down to the 48-yard line. Jet Webb will bring him down, but a nice gain on the scramble there by your quarterback, uh, Tucker Sinek. He's got it within... Uh, Striking distance here, third down and about two yards to go. Ball is sitting down here at the Scotts Bluff 48-yard line. Yeah, good job by Sinek there looking downfield. Everybody covered up by the Scotts Bluff defense. Just was able to find a little seam off the right side. Found some daylight, got it across midfield down to about the, uh, what, 48-yard line they'll spot it. So third down or two here for the Tigers. Wide receivers again, left and right here for Hastings High. Sinek wants to throw, throws it far side. Caught there by a Cooper Cole, but a short game. We'll see when they give him a forward progress. I think he got a good spot there, Jimmy, in between the 45 and 46-yard line. That should be enough for a first down, and it is. They will move the stakes a first down for the Tigers. Yeah, good game there. Good effort by the receiver over there. That was... Uh... I don't think that was Cole in there. I think that was Tice Carrera, number three over there on the edge. But All right, so uh, Carrera makes his uh, sixth reception. Yeah, nonetheless, a great effort there. When he caught the ball, he was hit right there by the defender, but he was able to take the football and reach it out. That was just enough to get it across for the second first down of the night here for Hastings. Hastings high with the ball in Scott's Bluff territory down here at the 46-yard line. There's a, a handoff. That's going to go to uh, Cole. As he takes the ball around the uh, left end, moves it down here to the about the uh, 44-yard line. So give him a pickup of two on the play as he slips down and takes it inside the uh, 45-yard line. Pickup of two, second down, eight yards to go. 5.59 to play here in the first quarter. 7 or nothing is the score. Scott's Bluff has got the lead. Now we got an official's timeout. They've got a player going to go off, off the field. That's Traven Jackson. Just mentioned his name here not long ago. He was slow at getting up. He'll go off under his own power. Now they're going to send another big old bruiser. But I tell you what, Scott Fluff's never been short of uh, big cats. Max big cats, Howell. Cats. Max Howell comes into the game, six foot two, two hundred and forty-five pounds senior. See how replace him. And it's second down, eight yards to go. He sings high with the ball here in Scott's Bluff territory. Down here at the 44-yard line, Senek with the ball, sets and fires. The ball is going to be overthrown. Heinrichs, the intended receiver. Sebastian Galindo was back in coverage for uh, Scott's Bluffs. And now the Tigers looking at a third down situation. Third down, eight yards to go. He sings with the ball at the Scott's Bluff 44. Tiger football for you tonight here on Extreme Sports. At the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field tonight. Now uh, three wide receivers will split out to the right side of the formation. 
One wide receiver will come to the left. Passing situation here for the Tigers. Third down and eight. They set up a little screen pass, and that ball is knocked down. Jet Webb again nearly uh, picked off another one. That was a screen pass right in the center of the field. Webb had his hands on it there for a Scott's Bluff. He picked off the first pass attempt of the night from Cynic uh, and returned it down to the three-yard line. That time he couldn't pull her in. He just knocks it to the turf and is going to bring up fourth down and eight. And Charlie will put the football away. Yeah, Webb, he's got a nose for the football, leading the team in tackles, coming in with 48. So he uh, he knows his way around the football field and uh, can sniff out the uh, ball carrier pretty quick. So it'll be Verton in to punt the football away. Eli Ventura. Eli Ventura, my bad. Is uh, into the ball game to punt the football away. No, that is Verton. That is going to be uh, Verton. And the ball is going to be kicked into the end zone. Well, those guys have been uh, switching off a lot this year. Ventura has been the the regular punter, but on occasion, Burton gets in there and chance to kick that one into the end zone. So a touchback, and it's going to be Scott's Bluff ball with five and a half minutes to play here in the uh, first quarter. Seven or nothing is the score. Scott's Bluff has got the lead. Third possession for Scott's Bluff. They've got 21 yards on the ground on five carries. They've uh, completed one pass for seven. I really didn't even need to put much of a passing chart up here because we know what they do uh, is basically run the football constantly. They won't throw a lot of balls. Uh, them 21 yards, 18 of them were a touchdown run early in this quarter. Yeah, Scott's Bluff averages about seven pass attempts per game. That's it. And they're going to keep the ball on the ground here. That's a Rizik running around the left end. Look out, 25-30 down the sideline. He's at the 40, and he's going to be popped out of bounds out here to the 45-yard line. Carter Rising carrying the ball there, a six foot three, one hundred eighty five pound senior. He's rushed for two hundred and seventy one yards coming into this football game. Finally popped out of bounds over there by Keith and Krings for the Tigers, but a big gain all the way out to the forty five. Twenty five, you can put twenty five more yards on his stat sheet. That was a good carry around left end, but again they run that double tight. They seal off the ends, they seal off the backers. He gets around the corner, nice gain for the Bearcats. First down and 10 here for Scott's Bluff. There's an inside handoff to Sebastian Boyle. Boyle moves the ball to about the 49-yard line. Pick up a four yards in the play. Second down and six here for the uh, Scott's Bluff Bearcats. Last tackle is made in there by uh, Landon Devaney for the Tigers, the big 245-pound senior defensive end for uh, Hastings High. Second down, six. Under five minutes to go first quarter. Seven and nothing is the score. Scott's Bluff has got the lead over Hastings High. Long count. They fake the ball. Here's Kelly with the ball. Kelly dancing across the 50 inside Tiger territory. Moves it down to the 48-yard line. That's all right. They pick up another four yards in a play. And now Scott's Bluff will be looking at third down. Third down and a long two here. They've got the ball at the Hastings High, 47. They've had a couple of long runs here tonight. That 18-yard runner for the touchdown and then one from 25. But you take them two out of there, averaging four yards a carry. That's pretty good. That's what you need. Three of those will get you a first down. It is a third down now for Scott's Bluff. He sings high side of the 50-yard line down here at the 47. There's a Boyle with a ball, sweeps the left side. Boyle eludes one man, brings it across the 45. Finally decked out of bounds at the 43, and we could see a penalty flag. Keith and Krings ran him out of bounds, Jimmy, but I think he's going to be called for Roughing up Boyle as he throws him into the turf right in front of the Scott's Bluff bench. Yeah, clearly out of bounds. Not a good idea to do that right in front of the opposing bench and the officials. And uh, that's going to cost Hastings uh, another mistake on the uh, Tigers in the penalty category. 
All right, personal foul on the uh, Tigers. I know it cost them uh, 15 yards. He had the first down anyway, and that's going to be tacked on to the end of the play. 4.06 to play first quarter. High school football action for you tonight here on Extreme Sports. With uh, Hastings High tonight here at home, the Tigers closing out the regular season at home. They've got a couple of uh, road games uh, coming up. Ralston and uh, Gehring to finish out the uh, regular season. Hastings High figures that if they can sweep all three games here at the end of the year, Hastings would uh, qualify for the Class B playoffs and even uh, maybe be able to host a a first-round game. But right now they're trailing in this ballgame. Here's uh, a running play across the 20, still on his feet, 15, down to the 10. Rides him all the way down to the 8-yard line, and a penalty flag goes down. Well, that's uh, Rising Jimmy. He carried a couple of would-be tacklers with him about uh, 10, 12 yards there. Finally, they wrestle him into the turf down inside the 10-yard line, and a penalty flag goes down. We'll see what they call here. I see uh, Scott Bluff's offense moving back in the other direction, but they seem to be looking the... Tiger way. They're going to visit here and make sure they get the call right. We're down to 356 to play. We're going to have a face mask against Hastings uh, High. Face mask on the uh, Tigers, so that'll be a penalty. That's going to be marched off on the end of the run, and that's going to move the ball down to the four-yard line. And Scott's Bluff in uh, point-blank range again. First down and goal at the Tiger four-yard uh, four line, already leading in this ball game by a score of 7 to nothing. Scott's Bluff already was 75 yards of rushing on 10 carries, and now they've got it at point-blank range in the uh, red zone, actually inside the 10 here at the 5. Here's a Kelly with the ball. Kelly takes it around the uh, right side, and he's getting it again to the end zone for his second touchdown of the day. This one from four yards out. Scored early on an eight-yard run. Yeah, for Kelly, that's his uh, fourth and fifth rushing touchdown of the season for Scott's Bluff. Again, we talked about how many talented guys they have carrying the ball. We've seen them all so far, and right now they are just, uh, as we always say, when you've got a rushing uh, team, they're jamming it right down the throat of the defense. PAT pending here for the Bearcats. All right, so it's a 13 to nothing ball game now. Scott's Bluff has got the lead. Here comes the point after. It is through the pipes. It is good. So the point after is good. We'll take a break. 13, or rather, three minutes and 35 seconds to play here in the first quarter. The score is Scott's Bluff 14. He sings nothing. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. Stellick Law Firm of Grand Island is committed to assisting clients throughout Nebraska. Stellick Law Firm is a full-service law firm and specializes in estate planning, probate, and personal injury. Stellick Law Firm takes the time to listen and understand each client's personal needs. To schedule your individual appointment, call 308-675-4035. Stellick Law Firm is located at 724 West Koenig Street in Grand Island. A call today will secure your tomorrow. You are locked into Extreme Sports. Let's get back to the field with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. All right, that touchdown drive. Six plays and 80 yards. Touchdown drive is uh, brought to you by the Stellick Law Firm in Grand Island, specializing in estate planning, probate, and personal injury. Give them a call today at 308 675 Four zero three five. So a couple of impressive drives there by the Bearcats. 
Yeah, it's a kickoff, end over end, going to go into the end zone. Uh, what a great thing Extreme Sports has going on Wednesday nights. I know you're going to talk about this a lot, but we were at Bullseye earlier this week and uh, was able to set in with you guys. Will allowed me, with his departure, uh, allowed me to be in there. A lot of fun, but I, I wanted to get with this because your guest picker, John Butler, has his his K State Wildcats playing tonight? Oh, geez, that's right. They're playing what Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Yeah, they're trailing ten to nothing. So if he's listening, I know he picked the Pride of uh, Purple. Oh, yes, sure he did. Oh, sure he did. Ten nothing. By the way, Nebraska and Illinois scoreless with eight minutes left. All right, uh, a rare edition of a college football for a Friday. Here's a pass caught out here. That's a uh, Heinrichs going high, climbing the ladder, pulls out maybe in Sebastian Galindo. Another stop there for uh, Scott's Bluff. But the Tigers pick up a first down out here at the 31-yard line. Hastings High trailing early in this ball game, 14 to nothing to Scott's Bluff. For Hendricks, his second catch of the night. And for the year, that is uh, the 24th. He's got 25 yards tonight on a couple catches. We'll get him 12 out across the 30-yard line. Here's a Sinek with a ball. Sprints out right side. Throws it. It's going to be caught out there. Krings with a ball. 35 out to the uh, 39-yard line. Penalty flags come down as Dawson Barrett will bring him down. And we'll check out the uh, late penalty flag coming in from the uh, the back judge out here right at the uh, 39. That was a pickup of eight yards in a play, but I think this is going to go against Scott's Bluff. I think so, and this may be a helmet-to-helmet. When he came in and made that hit, Krinks took a big shot right on the top of that helmet. We'll see what they do call, but uh, that that was a pretty big shot that Krings took, but he hopped right up. He's been kind of beat up this year, but good to have him back in the lineup. 3-0-3 to play here in the first quarter. Personal foul. Yep, it is. Targeting, Targeting call on uh, the defense on uh, Scott's Bluff. All right, that's exactly what the uh, call was. That's going to bring the ball across the uh, 50-yard line. Going to move it all the way down here to the Scotts Bluff 46. Now the Tigers got to finish this drive. We've got the ball in uh, Scotts Bluff territory. Trailing by a couple of scores early. 14 to nothing to score. Hastings High trailing in this ballgame. First quarter. Tucker Sinek has sent wide receivers off to the left side. A pair of them. And back to two each way now. Sinek waiting for the snap here from... The 46-yard line throws the ball out there. It's going to be caught on the far sideline, but not much of a gain out there. Right at the uh, sticks. That was a chance Burton grabbing the ball in the reception. Tackle was made by Joey Canseco, a, a senior quarterback there for the Scotts Bluff Bearcats. In fact, a loss, they say, of a yard. Moves the ball back to the 47, second down and 11 now for the Tigers. Well, and again, the pressure was coming in fast and furious, and Sinek had really no time to set his feet, had to throw that off his heels. Lucky to get it thrown over to Verton, and then Verton had great coverage on him, not able to turn up field. They brought him down for a yard loss. Here's a Sinek again. He wants to throw. Penalty flags are down. Sinek throws it. His receiver falls down, and penalty flags are down the field as well. Uh, Chance Burton is uh, knocked down on the ground, but there's also a penalty yeah, flag I, back up field here. I think we're going to replay replay the down here, I think, after they sort all this out. I think we got a holding on Hastings High in the uh, in the backfield, and then we're going to have pass interference downfield. Burton was tackled down there at the 25-yard line. Well, when you're beaten, you might as well tackle the guy. Huh? <laughs> I know it. All right, so let's sort this thing out. I think we're going to have a penalty each way, and we'll just uh, replay this thing. 
Other games going on tonight. All three city teams are at home tonight. Adam Central hosting a big game with the Aurora Huskies at uh, Patriots Field. And we've got uh, Wood River in town to take on a beat-up Hastings St. Cecilia football team. Hopefully the Hawks can get healthy and uh, maybe make a run this year. I see two. All right, so here comes the officials. We're going to have a couple of penalties here. Obviously, uh, one on each side here. Probably replay this thing as uh, they make the calls here. It was a second down to 11. There's a holding call on the Hastings High. And a nothing downfield. They threw a flag downfield. They w- oh, my they, goodness. They waved off the flag downfield. Wow. They, they knocked down a chance Burton down there. Down around the 20-yard line, there's the call, a holding call on Hastings High, and that is all they're going to call here. So no offsetting penalties. It's going to be a holding wow. call on the Tigers, and it's going to bring up a second 21. I know you're supposed to respect the refs. We will. And we will. We will We will honor that uh, request, but goodness, Burton was tackled. Anyway, second long here for the Tigers. All right, Seneca's got it here. He pitches the ball back. No, they faked the ball to uh, Naz Robinson. Now they throw it out here. Caught by Krings. Krings at the 45, and he's blasted at the 47. So a lot of pastry there, Jimmy, for, uh, what, three yards. They, they faked the ball on the pitch to Naz Robinson, and they come back the other way and throw it out here to Krings, and he's blasted on the play here by uh, Dawson Barrett. The linebacker for Scott's Bluff. And the Tigers now looking at third down and long. Third down and 18 yards to go. The buck 30 left here in the first quarter. Yeah, just nowhere for Krings to run. His second catch of the night, but just couldn't find an open hole out there. Too many guys in white jerseys running down. A little bit of a positive gain, about three. Going to bring up third down and very long. All right, Sinek wants to throw again. Sinek rolls to his left. He's going to run it himself, 45-50. And he's going to be pushed out of bounds. And... uh, I don't see it didn't draw a penalty flag either. Oh, my. He, he was well out of bounds. Scott's Bluff uh, gives him a little push from behind. He goes sailing into the uh, Tiger bench. I think it was a Jet Webb who got over here for a Scott's Bluff. A pickup of uh, eight yards in a play, but the Tigers still far short of a first down, fourth down, and ten. And he seems we'll have to punt the football away. Going to be uh, Burton in there to kick this away. Again, kind of similar situation last time around. They'll stand, uh, return men will stand at about the 10-yard line. Good snap, and Burton gets off a low liner. They will field this one down around the 12-yard line. Well, they just fall on yeah, it. Yeah, they, they field it, but they fall right on top of it there. And that's where uh, Scott's Bluff will start. So high school football coverage tonight here on Extreme Sports. So happy to be with you again for another week. A uh, couple of games this afternoon. Wilcox Hildreth beat Shelton today, 36-31. Hampton over Heartland Lutheran, 77-20. Last night, Riverside beat Pleasanton, 52-14. And Centura knocked off Amherst by the score of 16-7. Yeah, a few uh, spattering of uh, college games. Again, Nebraska playing Illinois and Champaign tonight. It's no score with 7.20 left to go in the first quarter. K-State has now drawn a little closer. 10-7, Oklahoma State. And I know you're waiting. Harvard is leading Cornell 21-10. That's not like good Friday night to college football. Here's uh, Scott's Bluff. They're going to throw the ball in the center of the field. A jump ball out there is going to be incomplete. Kelly just winds up. They threw in an area where they had two wide receivers and uh, about four defensive backs. They just kind of threw it up there hoping that uh, something good was going to happen. Keaton Krings is a guy who 
knocked it down for the Tigers. Incomplete pass. So that's uh, second pass. Second pass. They average about seven or eight passes per game, so they're right on par. Yep, yep. Thirteen uh, offensive plays here for Scott's Bluff. Eleven rush and two pass attempts. One completion. That was good for seven yards. Now they'll line up in this tight formation and uh, more than likely run here on second down and ten. They will. Yep, Reisig has got the ball and a little reverse. Uh, that's a double wing as they bring it out here to the 20 to the 21 or 22-yard line. Now Scott's Bluff will be looking at third down. Tackle is made by Landon Devaney again for the Hastings High Tiger defense. Third down now for Scott's Bluff. Third down, four yards to go. 30 seconds to play here in the first quarter. 14-0. Scott's Bluff has got to lead a five-play, 32-yard drive and a six-play, 80-yard drive here in the first quarter. Hand the ball away again. Look out. 25-30 down the sideline. 40-yard line to the 45. Out to the 50 inside Tiger territory. Down to the 45-yard line is Carter Rising again. Carrying the ball. He had a big gainer earlier in this quarter. He rips off another one down here to the Tiger 45. And Scott's Bluff in business again with 13 seconds to play in the first quarter. 30 on the run. And again, they found something on that right side of the defensive formation of Hastings High. They're able to seal the guys off. That's been a hot spot where they've run that ball in that little uh, that little wing back trap that was uh, another big gainer and there they'll run it again and they'll get good yards on that one it's a uh, tripped up this time that's a frankie trevino carrying the ball there as he got in there as he is a tripped up picks up about three yards on the play it's going to bring up a second down and seven situation the ball is sitting down here at the 43 Blaine Hammock into the stop for the uh, Tigers on defense, and that is the end of the first quarter of play. First quarter in the books tonight from the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field is scoring Scott's Bluff 14, Hastings High, nothing. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. There is still plenty of time to enjoy the Southern Hills Golf Course of Hastings. Call or go online to book your tee times and enjoy this 18-hole par 72 course that offers fun and challenges for all skill levels. The greens at the Southern Hills Golf Course are large and a delight to putt on. After the round, relax in the newly remodeled clubhouse with plenty of TVs to enjoy your favorite sporting events and grab some great food, including pizza, burgers, a Philly cheesesteak sandwich, or your favorite appetizer. Don't forget to book the clubhouse for an upcoming event. Just give Southern Hills Golf Course a call or go online at southernhillshastings.com. The Southern Hills Golf Course is located just off Highway 6 on Southern Hills Drive. Swing by today. You are listening to Tiger Football on Extreme Sports. All right, we come back to start the second quarter. Boyle has got the ball. Boyle across the 35. Moves it all the way down to the 31-yard line, and that is enough for another first down. 12-yard gain, and uh, boy, right now they're ripping off some big gains, and again, they went off uh, left center, off the left side of the center, and was able to pick up some significant yards as they continue to pound the football downfield. Got the uh, celebrities in the house here, the uh, Hastings High uh, girls softball team. Yeah, they won the uh, district championship earlier today, so the Tigers will play in the state tournament. Not one, but two schools from Hastings. Hastings St. Cecilia also won their district championship today, and they will play in the uh, state softball tournament beginning uh, next Wednesday. Here's a Boyle again, Sebastian Boyle. He's going to be run out of bounds here on the near sideline. 
over here at the close to the uh, 30 yard line. So Scott's Bluff again already leading in the ball game by a score of 14 to nothing. They're on the drive again here early in the second. Give you some first quarter numbers brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West South Street, and the Plumbing Showroom at 300 South Colorado and Hastings. Cully Pipe and Steel in business since 1946. For Scott's Bluff in the first quarter, 125 yards of total offense for the Tigers. 57 will break it down here after this play. All right, here's a Kelly with the ball. Sprints out right side. He's going to run it. Quarterback keeper and he's going to be crushed at the 30. No gain on the play. In fact, maybe he lost a half a yard or so. And Scott's Bluff will be looking at third down. Over there for the Tigers was the outside linebacker, Cooper Cole, filling the hole there for uh, the Hastings ID. He actually did get him down for, uh, what, a couple-yard loss there. So good play defensively by Cole. Uh, Scott's Bluff with 118 yards on the ground, 14 carries, two touchdowns, both of them uh, on the ground. They just threw two passes Completed one for seven yards for Hastings High. Cynic, six of 11 for 32 and an interception. Six carries, 25 yards for the rushing attack for Hastings. All right, here's a Kelly on third down and 11 yards to go. He backs up. He's got time. Kelly dances in the pocket, throws the ball into the end zone. It's going to be picked off by the Tigers. Picked off uh, by the Tigers. That's a Carrera. That's a Carrera, I think, back there for... Uh, Hastings hired the free safety. That one was way off of the mark, Jimmy. That was an easy interception yeah. for uh, Carrera. Uh, just like a like a high spiraling punt, he come down underneath of it to field it in a uh, pickoff there. That is the fourth interception for Kelly on the season for Scott's Bluff. So nothing hurt there. The Tigers will take over. Need to find some offense here. Tigers struggling against this Bearcat defense thus far in this game. Oh, you're making too many mistakes. Making too many mistakes on offense. 14-0 is the score. Hastings High is uh, trailing in the uh, contest. There's a inside handoff as they bring it across the uh, 20 out to about the uh, 23-yard line. That's Cooper Cole carrying the ball there for the Tigers. Again, Jet Webb in the stop. He's had a number, number of tackles already here in this first half. I told you about him. That's why he's the leading tackler on this uh, Bearcat defense. Coming in the game had 48, but uh, we mentioned his name a lot. He also has that uh, pick six. So, uh, second down and about seven here for the Tigers. All right, here's uh, Sinek running the ball. Sinek is going to be hemmed in, and down he goes here. Down he goes in about the uh, 24. Only about a yard or so gain for uh, Tucker Sinek on the quarterback keeper. Now the Tigers looking at third down and long. The tackle was made the last play by Frankie Trevino. We're in Scott's Bluff. 9.38 to play in the first half, 14-0. Hastings High trailing in this football game. Tigers will send uh, three wide receivers out to the left side. One running back in the backfield with a Sinek. He backs up, wants to set up a little screen pass. Is caught there by Cole. Cole will lose one man across the 20, still on his feet. 25, brings it across the 30, out to the 33. He may have fumbled the football. Scott's Bluff celebrating down here. I don't think the officials are going to agree here. I think it's uh, no. They're going to say Scott's Bluff has got the ball. The second turnover of the ball game for the uh, Tigers. 
They fumble the football down here in their own territory. Scott's Bluff on top of the pig down here at the 34, first and 10 Bearcats. Boy, goodness, you can't have mistakes like that. They've had the interception early in the game, and uh, now we've got a turnover here deep in your own territory. I know the Tigers don't seem like they're getting a lot of the good nods here from the, uh, the guys in the striped suits, but they've got to battle their way through that. Scott's Bluff will take over inside the 35 at the 34, 9-12. Left to go here till halftime. They already lead 14-0. Nate Kelly back out here offensively. The quarterback hands it away. Boyle has got the ball. Boyle breaks outside. Look out. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. He dances his way into the end zone for the score. He takes it in from 33 yards out, a 33-yard run. Touchdown for Scott's Bluff and the Bearcats go out on top by the score of 20 to nothing. That is Boyle's 10th touchdown of the season as he was the uh, leading ball carrier coming in. I'm going to get uh, some numbers figured up uh, here for these Bearcat runners. Man, they are uh, doing a great job here as they line up for the PAT. Now they've uh, lengthened their lead 20 to nothing now with 9.04 left to go. Tigers uh, struggling on the offensive side of things against the Bearcat defense. Talon McDonald is your uh, kicker, and uh, that one is going to be up there. It is good. So he is 3-for-3 on the extra points here tonight, and Scott's Bluff has opened up a three-score lead over Hastings High. Scott's Bluff 21, Hastings High nothing. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. Imperial Jewelers in downtown Hastings has been serving Hastings and the surrounding communities since 1966. Imperial Jewelers specializes in service beyond the sale. Ring resizing, prong repair, custom design, and the most current engagement ring styles, using natural mined diamonds and lab-grown diamonds as well. We are your local hometown jeweler that supports all the area's sporting events and schools. Located in the heart of downtown Hastings at 722 West 2nd Street. Shop local, shop Imperial Jewelers. You are listening to Tiger Football on Extreme Sports. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back here. Lloyd Wilson feels 21 to nothing is the score. He sings high as a trailing. That was a one-play, 34-yard drive. Not much to, to worry about there. The Tigers fumbled the football, and in the first play, it was uh, Boyle going 34 yards for the touchdown. Here comes the run back on the kickoff. They're going to bring the ball out to the 30 with a penalty flag down. Yeah. By the way, the uh, touchdown drive tonight brought to you by the Stellick Law Firm in Grand Island, specializing in estate planning, probate, and personal injury. Give them a call today at 308 675 Four zero three five. Face mask on. Personal foul. Face mask on the Bearcats. So the Tigers get a break here. Yep. Cole with a nice return out across the uh, twenty-five to about the twenty-eight, and the uh, face mask call. So they'll tack more onto that. The second penalty for Scott's Bluff here this evening. Update from Champagne. The, the Big Red. They've got a lead with about a minute left to go in the first quarter. Three to nothing. I like it. In an offensive shootout in I Champagne. Like it. Yeah, the Wizard had the Huskers pick, by the way. The only thing hot in that stadium was the fire earlier yeah. this <laughs> Here's a pass to the near side. Uh, Heinrichs grabs the ball out here to the uh, 50-yard line, so a short short game. Yeah, they determined that the, there was a riding lawnmower underneath the uh, stadium that was on a utility cart that evidently caught fire down there, and that was, what was that, Tuesday night? Fire? Uh, yeah, I think so. In the uh, stadium where Nebraska is playing tonight. Anyway, short pickup. They're going to give him five yards, though. 
Second down, five yards to go. Hastings has moved the ball back into Scott Bluff territory down here at the 49-yard line. There's a pass that's going to be off of the fingertips of Burton. Hopefully that's not a lateral. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. That's very close. Very, very close. It went out of bounds on the far sideline. And I think it was. It was out of lateral. They're going to mark the ball back here. It is. They're going to mark the ball back here at the 45. So good thing that that thing went out of bounds. Scott's bluff was right in the area. They were here to pick it up and go the other way. Yeah, no kidding. Live ball behind the uh, behind the uh, re- intended receiver. Live ball, folks, got to get on that. So the ball all the way back to the 45-yard line across midfield now. So the, the five yards that we picked up, we lost six on that one. So the Tigers now looking at third down and 11. High school football action tonight on Extreme Sports with the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field, Hastings High, trailing Scott's Bluff 21 to nothing in this game. There's a Senek. He wants to throw the football. He throws it near side. Caught by Heinrich. Gets away. And then he's uh, dropped here at the 42. That should be enough for a first down. So they needed 10. They got about to 12 there. As they pick up the first down, they move the stakes. They'll spot the football at the Scott's Bluff 41-yard line. Fourth reception for Hendricks here in this football game for 45 yards. He's having a nice night as he makes the catch right in front of a defender. Boy, he had to hear footsteps coming. Great concentration. Turns around and uh, picks up an additional yard to the 41. Clock at eight minutes left to go till halftime. Tigers need some points. Wide receivers left and right. Here's an inside handoff. Naz Robinson at the 40. Robinson takes the ball to the 35 down to the 34-yard line. Naz Robinson on the attack there for the Tigers down to the uh, 34. A pickup there of about uh, six yards in the play. We'll call it second down and four. The Tigers nose of the football right at the uh, 35-yard line. Just the second carry tonight for Robinson. We'll give him nine yards on the two carries. Six yards on that carry there. And uh, the Tigers look at a second down, and we'll call it a uh, long four. Carrera is your wide receiver split to the uh, left side for the Tigers. They're going to come back the other way. It's going to be grabbed there by uh, Landon Heinrichs. Heinrichs moves the ball down to about the 31 or 32. Tackle is made in there by uh, Joey Canseco for the uh, Scotts Bluff defense. That should be enough for a yeah. first down. Yeah, they're going to move the sticks. They're waving them on. First down, number seven. The Tigers with six first downs through the air tonight. One via penalty. No first downs rushing the football. The Tigers just with 29 yards of rushing here in this football game, but they got the football here at the 31-yard line. That's a Krings going in motion. They're going to hand the ball away to him. Keaton Krings is going to be smacked down at the 31-yard line. So an end around. Jet sweep to Keith and Krings. Nobody out there but white shirts. And uh, Scott's bluff will bring him down a yard or so lost. Tackle is made by Carter Rising for the Scott's bluff defense. And do I see a penalty flag? Yes, I do. Had a penalty out on the the wing over there. That's going to go against Hastings. Their fourth holding call against the Tigers. Fourth penalty of the night. All right, so the Tigers are being hurt by penalties again. This is going to bring the ball back to the 41-yard line. 6.49 6.49 to play second quarter. 21 to nothing. Scott's Bluff has got the lead over Hastings High. Tigers trying to win their way into the Class B State playoffs. They'll get underway in just a few short weeks. Hastings with three games left, including this one. There's a Senek wants to throw the ball. Heinrichs is out here. Heinrichs makes the catch at the 10. He's at the 5, and he's going to be brought down at the 2-yard line. 
Heinrichs got behind is a defensive secondary man back there, Joey Canseco. He hauls the ball in and takes the ball down to the, they're going to mark the ball at the one-yard line, first down and goal, Tigers. I thought he made it in there because when he went down, the uh, the defender brought him down over top of him, and then they rolled into the end zone. I don't think he ever actually touched the turf. We've had uh, some calls that... Uh, Maybe a little questionable tonight, but the, the Tigers got it first and goal for Heinrichs. That is his fifth catch of the night for 86 yards. All right, Robinson lines up in the backfield here. Pistol set. Robinson is going to get the call. Robinson hit it to three. Robinson hit it to two, and he takes the ball back to the one-yard line. Second down and goal. Jet Webb into the stop there for Scott's Bluff. So he sings high. Knocking on touchdown door just by the six-minute mark here in the first quarter, or second quarter. We're in the first half, 21-0, Scott's Bluff. Hastings down here at the Bearcat one-yard line. Same formation, wide receivers left and right, pistol set. Robinson hands uh, grabs the ball. Sinek hands it away to a Robinson. He takes the ball to the end zone for the touchdown. As Robinson gets it just across the goal line of the Tigers score. He didn't make it by much. They had to run in and take a peek to see where he actually went down at. And uh, that was just uh, just barely by the skin of his chinny-chin-chin. But uh, for Robinson, his seventh touchdown of the season for the Tigers. And on the night, uh, fourth carry for 12 yards. But he got her across the, uh, the goal line here. And uh, PAT pending. It'll be Verton in there, the left-footed kicker, to get her done. All right, 21 to 6 is the score now. As uh, we wait on the uh, extra point try, ball is down, the kick is up, and that one goes up there and it's off of the left side. It is no good. So the PAT is no good by Chance Burton. We'll take a break with a score. Scott's Bluff 21, Hastings High 6. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. The world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill in Hastings is celebrating 25 years. 25 years because of all of you. 25 years of good food, great service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere. Bullseye's is open six days a week for lunch and dinner. Stop in today and see why we are world-famous. Our burgers, steaks, and wings, along with a drink menu with something for everyone. To everyone in the Adams County area, thank you for making us world famous and for 25 years. Come see us today across from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. You are listening to Extreme Sports, Central Nebraska's new home for sports. Hi, Mike Will, Gene Shaw, Jimmy Purcell back. Eight plays in uh, 54 yards that time for Hastings High on the uh, touchdown drive. Robinson taking in from a one-yard out. Here comes the kickoff. is going to go into the end zone for a touchback. Our touchdown drive again brought to you by the Stellick Law Firm in Grand Island. Specializing in estate planning, probate, and personal injury. Give them a call today at 308-675-4035. Well, we've talked about the grounded pound for Scott's Bluff tonight. So far in the ball game, they've got 131 yards on the ground, just seven through the air. And they will trot back out there again. They've got the 21-6 lead here with 5.43 left to go to half. All right, Nate Kelly's going to hand the ball away again. Boyle right in the teeth of the buzzsaw there as he brings it across the 20, and he reaches the 25-yard line. Give him a pickup of five yards in a play, second down and five. Or at Scott's Bluff. 
And Adam Central playing at home tonight. Playing the Aurora Huskies. Good matchup out of Patriots Field. Wood Rivers over at Duncan taking on Hastings St. Cecilia tonight. Well, I tell you what, what a what a difference a week will make, huh? Yeah, we're sitting better. here with the window open. We had the window open last week at St. Paul, and all we had was flies and heat coming in. And uh, boy, it's crisp out there right now. Uh, Kelly has got to hear the uh, quarterback who takes it around the uh, right end as he moves it to about the uh, 27 or 28 yard line. Third down. That was 51 at game time. They're expecting uh, a, a heavy frost or a freeze in the area tonight. When we uh, depart tomorrow for beautiful Orange City. I, I'm going to have to plug the coffee machine in. I haven't I haven't used it all summer. I don't drink coffee when it's hot, but I'll have me a big old smoking hot cup tomorrow morning. I can guarantee you that. Third down, two yards to go. Here's a boil with the ball. Boyle is going to be close to the first down stakes. As he takes it to the 31, they're going to say that's good enough. They'll move to six. First and ten here for Scott's Bluff. They're in their own territory. At the 31-yard line, the Bearcats out on top of Hesings by the score of 21-6. to six. That's supposed to be in the uh, 50s over in Orange City tomorrow for Hastings College and number one ranked Northwestern. 1.30 kickoff tomorrow here on Extreme Sports. There's uh, Kelly, the quarterback, as he carries the ball up to the uh, 33-yard line. Keith and Krings, another stop for Hastings High. Pre-game show tomorrow where the coach will be at 12.30 with a kickoff at 1.30. Only the second home game of the season for your number one ranked Red Raiders, and it's homecoming. Maybe they're gonna. Hey. Maybe they'll be out partying tonight or well, something. Well, we can we can hope. All right, here's a Kelly again. He's gonna hand the ball away. A big hole, 35, 40, still on his feet, 45, 50. Rising with the ball, moves the ball into a Hastings High territory. Finally captured from behind here by Carlos Espino down to 41 yard line. 27 yard gain, and again. Off the left side of the formation where Scottsbluff has gotten a lot of good positive yardage tonight. They run that, uh, the, the, I don't know if you'd call him a wing back or a tight end. Or Rising's a big kid, but he was lined up uh, as a tight over on the uh, right side. Brought him in motion, just handed off to him. Took it around left end, picked up a nice gain. Another first down, down to the Tiger 40. All right, here's a Boyle with a ball. Boyle angles off to the right side, brings it across the 40. Down to the uh, 38-yard line. Pickup of about three on the play. Cooper Cole into the stop for a Hastings high. So it's second down, seven yards to go. Three minutes and four seconds to play. Scott's Bluff, they just huddle up here. They're not in any hurry to do much of anything. They'll pick up the three or four yards. They're perfectly content with doing that. There's uh, Kelly with the ball again. He fakes it. Kelly's going to run it. 35. Kelly down to the 30-yard line. That's going to be enough, I think, for another first down. This is a lot like uh, what you'd see when you go to an eight-man game, Jimmy. They say pound the ball. They pass occasionally to keep keep them honest. Third down in a yard, by the way, from the 31. Boyle has got it. Boyle is going to have the first down as he moves the ball down to the 29. You know what they're going to do. You know they're going to run the football, but uh, the, <laughs> the challenge is... 
bringing the guy down to the turf. Yeah, exactly. Scott Sluff's got a guy down, one of their uh, down linemen on a knee. He'll try to get up on both feet. But, yeah, exactly. We've seen a couple of different offenses here. We've seen the Dort offense a week ago that uh, will throw it a little bit, but they run the option. This here is a double tight set, and they'll just run it basically between the tackles. If they see an open opening out to, to the outside, they'll take it out around. It's amazing how hard it is to defend those two offenses. And the two teams that we watched in Hastings College and tonight, nobody's had an answer for the running, at the, uh, running game. All right, Scott's Bluff, first down and 10. Ball is down here at the Hastings High 29-yard line. There's a uh, handoff. The Tigers defend that pretty well, but falling forward down to about the uh, 26 to pick up a three on the play. Cooper Cole, uh, the stop for uh, Hastings High. And now we have got a timeout called here. Timeout brought to you by our friends at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll have more after this. You're listening to High School Football tonight on Extreme Sports. At Rooter Auction and Realty, we are land brokers and equipment auctioneers. Our company is deeply rooted in agriculture, and we realize that farm and ranch assets are serious business. We are an integrity-based organization which has evolved into over 55 years of service to Nebraska and northern Kansas. Consult with one of our 12 agents today if it's time to sell your family's land and assets. Call us today for a no-obligation consultation at 402-463-8565 or go to RooterAuction.com. You are listening to Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell on Extreme Sports. All right, back here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Second down, eight yards to go, 209 to play. Here in the second quarter, Scott's Bluff already leading in this ball game, 21 to 6. And Scott's Bluff on the move again. You certainly don't want the the cats to stick this one in the end zone. No, I don't know what uh, what we're trying to tie down here on a shoe, but this has gone on for uh, over a minute now. That's uh, Landon Heinrichs, I believe, trying to tie a sneaker. I don't know what he's got going on here. <laughs> he might have more than his uh, sneaker. He's trying to. They don't wear sneakers on the, no, this no, turf they, here. But. They, they've got cleats on. So now he's ready to go. Second down and about eight. But, yeah, absolutely, you do not want to give Scott Sluff any more points right now. And they've got a tremendous field goal kicker if they need to bring him in. There's a Kelly with the ball. Kelly is going to be hitting. Down he goes at the 25-yard line. Uh, yeah, Kelly is brought down after a couple of yard gain. Carlos Espino. In the uh, stop there for the uh, Hastings defense. Talked about their uh, field goal kicker. I, I believe him. I was, I was looking in the roster. The number that he's wearing, if it's him, it, it's he's wearing a different jersey number. But uh, they've got a kicker that uh, made news uh, earlier this year, kicking a 59-yarder in a in a game earlier this season. They're down seven yards to go. Now we got penalty flags down on the snap. Going to be motion on uh, Scott's Bluff. But, uh, yeah, he's the same guy, if, if it's him. He, he made the 59-yarder in a game, which I believe was a, a record. And then he comes back and, and tried to make the extra point in Grand Island Northwest. And missed it? And missed it. So he went from being the, the hero to the goat. And, boy, that's a long ride home when you're a goat. That'll cost the uh, Bearcats five. They'll bring it back out to the 30-yard line. But, yeah, we've, I, like I said, I was interested to see him and, and I think uh, the guy is Noah Shattuck, but uh, that's not who's been doing the kicking duties tonight, but he's been doing a nice job. 
right, here's a handoff again to Rizik. Slips and he still's still on his feet across the 30. Down the uh, 25-yard line. Flags down again. Flags are down, and I think we've got uh, another timeout called. And we got holding, pe- holding on Scott's Bluff, so that's their fourth penalty. That'll cost them uh, five more. Line of scrimmage was at the 30. They already had third and 11. Yeah, there's a holding call on this Scott's Bluff. Now we're down to a minute and 17 seconds to play. Here in the second quarter, coming up at halftime, we'll check all the stats for you. We got the scoring, and we got a, a visit with Hastings College head football coach Matt Franzen. The uh, Broncos will play at number one ranked Northwestern tomorrow in Orange City, the home of that big old windmill in the middle of the city, and tulips. If tulips will probably not blooming tomorrow, will they? Uh, probably not. It should be a wild atmosphere, though, being homecoming there and the number one ranked uh, team in the nation. Here's a Kelly with the ball. Kelly's going to try to run for it at the 40, at the 35. He's going to be brought down at the 34. He's going to be far short of a first down. And now uh, Scott's Bluff will be looking at fourth down. The tackle is made by Keaton Krings for the uh, Tigers on defense. But, boy, this is fourth down and long. Fourth and about uh, 15 yards to go. The ball down here at the Hastings High 33. And it doesn't appear that they're going to send any, uh, any one of their kickers in. We'll see what, uh, just allowing the clock to run down here. Yeah, we're, we're down to 30 seconds on the game clock, and they can take all with about yeah. 10 seconds off of this thing. I think they'll let her run down. I'll, I'll bet we see a kicker here by the time this thing gets ready to go. All right, so letting her wind down here. We're down to five seconds on the play clock in the end zone, and then they'll call the timeout. That's exactly what we're going to have. We're going to have a timeout. Scott's Bluff brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll have more after this. You're listening to High School Football on Extreme Sports. Since, Since 1946, Corey Pipe and Steel continues to meet the pipe and steel needs of greater Nebraska and Kansas. Cully Pipe and Steel is a one-stop shop for all of your pipe and steel needs. Cully Pipe and Steel stocks a wide variety of steel and plumbing products. From custom steel products to structural steel, rebar fabrication, steel fabrications, and retail and wholesale plumbing parts and fixtures, remember Coley Pipe and Steel of Hastings. They're located at 405 West South Street and the Plumbing Showroom at 300 South Colorado in Hastings. You were locked in to Extreme Sports. Let's get back to the action with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. All right, Talon uh, McDonald is into the football game. This is going to be a 50-yard field goal attempt. So he got the ball uh, sit down at the 40-yard line. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick is going to be short and a little bit off of the right side. So a 50-yard field goal attempt. That's not the, the regular guy that, that uh, set that 59-yard record in Noah Shattuck. If the uh, roster is correct, and I assume it is, that was a Talon McDonald with a 50-yard field goal attempt, but it was just short and a little bit off the right side, so the score remains at 21-6. to Well, this kid has been kicking off, and he's been getting him into the end zone. He's got a tremendous leg. He didn't hit that one real well. I don't know what they've got going on with their kickers up there, but they must have, uh, Shattuck must have an injury and not able to uh, to do the kicking duty. I was kind of looking forward to, to seeing his leg. They uh, Obviously, if you kick a 59-yarder in a, in a game, 
you've uh, you've got a pretty good leg. So the Tigers will come out here with uh, just seven seconds left to play in this second quarter. All right, Tigers are trailing in the ball game by a score of twenty-one to six. Senek is back out there now before they snap. Uh, Charlie wants to call a timeout. Another timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll have more after this. You're listening to High School Football on Extreme Sports. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. You are listening to Tiger Football on Extreme Sports. All right, Hastings high now with the seven seconds to go here in the second quarter. Here's a Senek, and again, they blow this one dead. The penalty flags are down. We're going to have an illegal procedure call now on Hastings. Line of scrimmage. Well, the line of scrimmage is sitting at about the uh, 21. This will cost them five yards. They're moving back to the 16-yard line. Hastings high now looking at first out of 15. I, I just maybe take a knee and get uh, yeah. into the locker room and yeah. try this all over again. Exactly. Don't make a mistake down here that could cost you the football game. You're still in this at 21-6, to six, but they'll line up, and uh, it appears they're going to run a play, and they will. Now they hand it away to Robinson. Big hole across the 25-30. Robinson still on his feet to the uh, 35. He's going to be run out of bounds. That's all for stats. As the Robinson is run out of bounds out here, at the 38-yard line, and that is going to be the end of the first half of play. Scott's Bluff has got the lead over Hastings High at the break. The score, Scott's Bluff 21, Hastings High 6. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. If you are looking for screen printing or embroidery work, turn to the experts at Protein Design of Grand Island. They have over 19 years of experience and are locally owned. The staff at Protein Design can create that shirt for your special event with custom screen printing services or get some custom embroidery on your clothing, hats, bags, or other accessories. At Protein Design of Grand Island, you can get the uniforms for your high school or college sports teams too. Get a quote by simply going to the website at ProteinDesign.com or by calling 308-203-4044. There's in-store pickup and delivery available. Protein Design, 2716 Old Fair Road in Grand Island. At Midwest Farm Management, often the most challenging decision to our clients is what to do with a family farm. We've been helping answer this question since the 1970s. Our company is focused on working with tenants that are good stewards of the family farm while offering excellent returns to our owners. Our services include, but are not limited, to detailed financial and field reports, grain marketing, crop insurance, and finding and executing a lease agreement that best fits your farm. Give us a call today at 402-463-1110 or find us on the web at MidwestFarmManagement.com. At Bossom Energy Companies, we are proud to be a trusted partner to our customers, a strong member of the communities we serve, and a family business that really cares. Bossom Energy Companies was started in Grand Island in 1948 and has grown to become a diverse group of companies with locations throughout the Midwest. 
Bossman Energy supplies local communities with petroleum products to fuel their farms and businesses, power their industries, and to heat their homes. With more than 70 years in the industry, Bossman Energy companies will continue to succeed well into the future by following the same principles that have guided this company since day one. Challenge. It's not something you shy from. It's a chance to up your game. Every day brings a new challenge. But with the Enhanced Channel Seed brand on your side, you can rise to it. With our top-performing seed, innovative digital tools, and expanded agronomic support, you can turn tomorrow's challenges into your next advantage. Your Enhanced Channel Seed brand. Let's rise to the challenge. Learn more at channel.com slash rise. Read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. Call M&K Ag Solutions and Seed Sales at 402-984-3035. Experience the thrill of local sports like never before with Extreme Sports. We're excited to announce our new podcast feature. Bringing you the most recent broadcasts of area high school games and Hastings College sporting events. It's never been easier to stay up to date with your favorite teams and athletes. Simply click the podcast button on our homepage, choose your preferred platform, and let the action unfold. Whether you're a proud parent, a dedicated alumni, or just a sports enthusiast, Extreme Sports Podcasts are your ticket to the heart of the game. Tune in today and be part of the excitement. Welcome back to Extreme Sports. All right, back here at halftime, Hastings High trailing. Scott's bluff at the break. The score is 21 to 6. Halftime show is brought to you by Bosselman Energy. They've been supplying local communities with petroleum products since 1948. Well, scoring so far in the ball game following a Hastings High short punt. It was a Scott's Bluff with a short field. They go uh, five plays, 32 yards. They get an eight-yard touchdown run by their quarterback, Nate Kelly. Following the point after, Scott's Bluff had a 7 to nothing lead with 8.47 to play in the first quarter. Scott's Bluff again later on in the first six plays, 80 yards. They get a four-yard touchdown run from Nate Kelly. The point after again was good. With 3.35 to play in the first quarter, 14 nothing. Scott's Bluff had the lead following a uh, Tiger fumble. It uh, was, again, good field position for Scott's Bluff. They set up at the 34-yard line. One play later, uh, Sebastian Boyle takes it into the end zone for a touchdown following the PAT. 21 to nothing. Scott's Bluff had the lead. Then the Tigers put together an eight-play, 54-yard drive later on in the second quarter. They get a one-yard touchdown run from Naz Robinson. The point after was uh, missed by Chance Burton, so that's the way we stand here at halftime. 21-6, Scott's Bluff has got the lead over Hastings High. Going to be an interesting uh, first, first part of our halftime show. How would you like to orchestrate that deal? There is uh, the Hastings High cheerleaders. It's a junior cheer night. I don't know how many little kids are out there, but that would be that is a handful right there. 
and they're little kids. I mean, these are like, uh, <laughs> what, four years old maybe? Oh, boy. Four or five yeah. years old. Yeah, even that. So they're already starting to dance. We'll let them do their show. I'm going to give you uh, folks on uh, Extreme Sports some uh, halftime stats there. Brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West South Street, and the Plumbing Showroom at 300 South Colorado and Hastings. Cully Pipe and Steel in business since 19. 19- 46. For Scott's Bluff, they are as advertised. They can run the ball very effective. Scott's Bluff with 29 carries and 226 yards in the first half of action. They've uh, thrown the football. Nate Kelly's numbers one of three. He's got a completion for seven and one interception. So give uh, Scott's Bluff 233 yards on 33 offensive plays in the first half. The Bearcats with 10 first downs. And they've been hit with four penalties here tonight. We talked about their three-headed monster rushing attack. Leading the way is uh, Sebastian Boyle, eight carries and 71 yards. They've uh, got uh, Carter Rising. He has uh, uh, seven carries and 68 yards. And then the quarterback, Nate Kelly, with 10 carries and 44 yards. Four Hastings high in the first half. Again, struggling on offense. Uh Cynics number six of, uh, actually, I, I, I'm wrong on that. They are, uh, I, I need to know my role. He's thrown for 106 yards in the uh, first half of action. One interception, no touchdowns. The Tigers with 13 carries and 47 yards. So a uh, tough night rushing the football for Hastings High. They've got eight first downs, and they've been hit with five penalties in the first half. Uh, leading receiver, uh, Landon Heinrichs, with six, carry, or six catches and 86 yards. His longest one being a 41-yarder, got it down to the one-yard line. And the uh, leading ball carrier is Naz Robinson, five carries, 27 yards. Cooper Cole, by the way, with four carries and 10 yards. But the Tigers got to figure out how to uh, how to move the football, and they can ill afford to give Scott Slough any more points. Again, trailing 21-6 to here at halftime. Cooper Cole leading the uh, defense along with Carlos Espino. Each of those guys with uh, seven tackles here in the first half. Nebraska continues to lead Illinois in college football tonight in Champaign, 3 to nothing. They got 10.43 to play in the second quarter. Just before halftime, Oklahoma State is leading Kansas State 20-7. to And it was uh, Harvard. Uh, they're leading Cornell 28-10. to They got about 10 minutes to play in uh, the second quarter. And we told you about the softball. Both uh, Hastings High and St. Cecilia wrapping up district championships today out of the uh, Smith Complex. St. Cecilia won a couple of games over Fairbury, 17-1 and 19-5. These were best of three affairs. Hastings High, they beat uh, Bennington 12-4 and 16-2. So both uh, St. Cecilia and Hastings High will play in the state softball tournament beginning Wednesday at the Smith Complex. High school football from last night. Centura beat Amherst 16-7. Riverside over Pleasanton 52-14. Earlier today, Hampton over Heartland Lutheran 77-20. And it was Wilcox Hildreth getting by Shelton today by the score of 36-31. You you mentioned uh, the plethora of little kids we had down there. 
Count them, Jimmy. Count them up. 99 of those little suckers. Is that right? I, I tell you what, they had them lined up before they went out and did their performance, and they were, you know how kids that age are. They move around, they look like a bunch of ants. Oh, jiggy. <laughs> I, I started counting, and I think I got to about 11, and I went, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. Now we've got the Tiger Band and dance team coming in. Tomorrow, a big day for, for those folks. Harvest to Harmony Parade in Grand Island. And what would it not be Harvest to Harmony without frost? I, I, I think every time they have that uh, parade up in Grand Island, it is cold and they've got frost in the morning and everybody's bundled up. But uh, it is fall and, and uh, we'll look for a good performance here from the Tiger Band. You're listening to the halftime show here tonight on Extreme Sports. Brought to you by Bossman Energy. They've been supplying local communities with petroleum products since 1948. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll check in with Matt Franzen, the head football coach at Hastings College. You're listening to Extreme Sports. At Bossom Energy Companies, we are proud to be a trusted partner to our customers, a strong member of the communities we serve, and a family business that really cares. Bossman Energy Companies was started in Grand Island in 1948 and has grown to become a diverse group of companies with locations throughout the Midwest. Bossman Energy supplies local communities with petroleum products to fuel their farms and businesses, power their industries, and to heat their homes. With more than 70 years in the industry, Bossman Energy Companies will continue to succeed well into the future by following the same principles that have guided this company since day one. All right, back at halftime, we'll talk some Hastings College football for you here tonight as Hastings is getting ready to play the number one ranked team in the nation and the defending national champions tomorrow, the Northwestern Red Raiders. Spent a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach uh, Man Franzen and coach uh, an opportunity, I think, for the, the football team to head to Orange City tomorrow, maybe uh, shock the world, huh? Well, that's the way we're approaching it. Um, it, it is an opportunity to go in there and, and shock everybody. Um, you know, obviously, going in on the road, uh, against the number one ranked team in the country, uh, there, there there aren't a lot of people that that are that are that are picking the Broncos to to go in and and do that. But that's that's got to be our approach and and that's got to be our plan. And we got to figure out a way to do it. And it's been it's been quite a while since anybody did beat these guys. It's been over over a year, but um, but that's a that's a task ahead of us. Yeah, they got 18 uh, straight wins uh, coming into the the ball game tomorrow. You take a look at them. You, you pop the tape in and say, yeah, that, that's a good football team. They, they got a complete package offensively, defensively, special teams. The water boy probably even looks good, doesn't he? Uh, they all do. Yeah, they have the, the great athletic trainers. Uh, everybody, but um, no, there, there's. I mean, there's really nothing that they don't do well. And and you know, a, a number one team in the country. That's what you would expect at any at any level. Um, and so there, there may be areas where we, where we see better units than you have here. There may, there may be the, the morning side defensive line may be the best defensive line in the conference. But as far as, as far as across the board, I think this is probably, probably the most complete team when you look at the offense and the defense and the special teams. 300 monster really on offense. They've got a good quarterback. They've got a, a kid, a wide receiver that's been there forever. And they've got a, a running back that can, uh, uh, pretty well take it to the house at any time. Uh, talk about those three guys. Yeah, they're 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 big play. They are big play players, and so the way that they run the offense, it, it's I mean, there's a strategy behind what they do. They're they're not going to go out and just throw the ball deep 
um, multiple times in a row. They're they're going to control the ball. They're going to convert the third downs. Um, they're going to milk you a little bit and then wait for the big play opportunity, whether it's through the air or or on the ground, and they can get it either way. And that's the, one of the things that makes them tough to defend is if you take away one, they they have the ability to go to the other, and and so you you can't necessarily just focus in on on taking one part of their game out of it. Yeah, they got a quarterback that is uh, undefeated since he took the reins. Uh... Uh, 15 games ago, he's 15 and 0 as a starter at uh, Northwestern. He, it's a kid that can do it to, uh, by his feet and by throwing the football too. Right, and, and sometimes both. He, if you can, if you find a way to to get some pressure on the quarterback at Northwestern, he often finds a way to to use his feet to get out of pressure or to move in the pocket and then still get the ball down the field. And so, uh, a frustrating team to play against a frustrating quarterback to play against uh he's he's a good one he's a guy a lot of people would like to have on their team but um but yeah he makes it he makes it difficult to to defend and uh, defensively just as good on defense as they are really on offense they are pretty good at all levels over there too they are they are i mean they you know they 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 give up some yards they have given up some points um they they've managed to outscore everybody that they played against and, and they're just, they're fast on defense. They, uh, the defensive backfield especially flies around They're They're very fundamental in the defensive line. They're not real big in the defensive line, but very fundamentally sound. So they're, they're strong, equally strong at, at all three levels on defense. So is this a simple case? We play this thing in little spurts, uh, maybe a series at a time and, and hope to be around uh, in the fourth quarter to create some noise. I think that's it. You know, you, you, you get through the first, quarter and then and then to halftime um a lot of the teams that have uh, i don't know if i should say a lot but but some of the teams that the that they've played against so far have have been right in with them at halftime and if you're in it at halftime there's no reason to think that you can't continue that plan and and be in it at the end of the game and so um you know first you got to be in the game and and be in there at halftime and there have been a couple games this year by halftime where where we've allowed the margin to, to, to spread enough that we knew it was going to be tough battling back. A team like this, if you get much of a spread, you're not going to, you're not going to come back multiple scores against them. So, so we do need to take it a series at a time or, or, or a quarter at a time and, and try and try and hang with them and match them. Yeah. Last week against the Midland, they led seven to six at halftime and they won on the win 42 21. That's just how explosive uh, Northwestern can be and they can turn it on like a, like a switch, can't they? They, they really can. They really can. And, and, and and they're 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 very well coached. So I think I think sometimes they get into the games and and they figure out what it is that they that they like once they see it, and then they figure out ways to exploit those things. So uh, how, how do we stay in the game tomorrow? Well, I I think it starts with getting getting their offense off the field. Um, their third down conversion rate is way way north of fifty percent, and when they do that. Again, it's it's kind of a matter of time before they're going to strike the big play, and so we need to get them off the field on on the first third down of the drive um, to to eliminate that eventual big play, and I, and I, I think that's that's really a big part of it. Um, and then offensively, we've we've got to we've got to flip that script a little bit. We need to convert our second and long or third downs, and get the first downs and keep the ball in our hands, keep our defense fresh, and, and then also try and set up some some big plays on our own end. It's homecoming in uh, Orange City tomorrow. Maybe we ought to get the guys uh, involved in some homecoming activities tonight. Huh? 
Well, they're inducting the nineteen the nineteen seventy three and nineteen eighty three national championship teams into the Northwestern Hall of Fame tomorrow. So, so maybe it'll be a big celebration. I, I right? got, got a call from Bob Borgter this week, who will be there because he was an assistant coach on the seventy three team. Oh, that's right. And uh, and he let me know he was going to be there, and he was and Bob is a class act all the way. If you if you know him at all, but he wanted to let me know that he's there. Um, he said I probably won't get to see you, but I want you to know that I'm not there supporting Northwestern <laughs> to beat Hastings. I'm there because I was invited and encouraged to be there as a coach, and so I will be there. But that's why. So anyway, I appreciated that. All right, so one thirty kickoff tomorrow in Orange City. We'll be on there with a pregame show at twelve thirty on ESPN. Tri-Cities. At Bossom Energy Companies, we are proud to be a trusted partner to our customers, a strong member of the communities we serve, and a family business that really cares. Bossom Energy Companies was started in Grand Island in 1948 and has grown to become a diverse group of companies with locations throughout the Midwest. Bossom Energy supplies local communities with petroleum products to fuel their farms and businesses, power their industries, and to heat their homes. With more than 70 years in the industry, Bossman Energy Companies will continue to succeed well into the future by following the same principles that have guided this company since day one. You are locked into Extreme Sports. Back here at halftime, he sings high trailing. The uh, Scotts Bluff Bearcats, the score is uh, 21 to 6. Here at the break, we'll get you a scoreboard update here at halftime. This is brought to you by MK Ag Solutions, your local channel seed dealer in Hastings. Give them a call at 402 984 3035. Some high school uh, football scores for you. Aurora and Adam Central playing tonight out of the uh, Patriot Fielder at halftime. Adam Central has got a 14-7 lead over the Huskies tonight. Third quarter score, Loomis is leading Medicine Valley 30-12. Halftime score, Omaha Westside all over Kearney. It's 56 to nothing. Westside has got a lead over Kearney. Scott's Bluff again leading here by a score of 21-6 over Hastings. Alma is leading Highline at halftime. The score is 18 to 14. Some other scores: uh, Lincoln Northwest has got a lead over Lexington at halftime, 27 to 7. Bertrand 28, Maywood Hayes Center nothing. That game is at halftime. Another halftime score: Ravenna is leading Arcadia Loop City, 27 to 6. Fillmore Central has got a lead at halftime. Over Grand Island Central Catholic, 14 to nothing. St. Paul with a lead over Fairbury, 32 to nothing. They're at halftime. Second quarter score, it's at Gothenburg. Out on top of Holdridge, it is 14 to 7. No score yet between Carney Catholic and Ord. No score between Elm Creek and Twin Loop. Nothing in on uh, Ansley Litchfield and Overton. Donovan Trumbull is playing at home tonight against Gibbon. Broken Bow is playing Minden. Kozad has got the early lead over Sydney. The score is seven to nothing. 
in that ball game. So again, the Hastings High, they are trailing in this ball game. The score is uh, 21 to 6 as the uh, Bearcats of Scotts Bluff has uh, got the lead over Hastings High. Nebraska has gone up 10 to nothing over Illinois. They're in the second quarter with 6.47 to play. Oklahoma State is leading Kansas State at halftime, 20-7. to And it's Cornell trailing Harvard. They're in the third quarter, about four minutes to play in that game, 28-17. to You've been listening to the Halftime Show, brought to you tonight by Bossman Energy. They've been supplying local communities with petroleum products since 1948. We got the second half coming up. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. If you are looking for screen printing or embroidery work, turn to the experts at Protein Design of Grand Island. They have over 19 years of experience and are locally owned. The staff at Protein Design can create that shirt for your special event with custom screen printing services or get some custom embroidery on your clothing, hats, bags, or other accessories. At Protein Design of Grand Island, you can get the uniforms for your high school or college sports teams too. Get a quote by simply going to the website at ProteinDesign.com or by calling 308-203-4044. There's in-store pickup and delivery available. Protein Design, 2716 Old Fair Road in Grand Island. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. Imperial Jewelers in downtown Hastings has been serving Hastings and the surrounding communities since 1966. Imperial Jewelers specializes in service beyond the sale, ring resizing, prong repair, custom design, and the most current engagement ring styles using natural mine diamonds and lab-grown diamonds as well. We are your local hometown jeweler that supports all the area sporting events and schools. Located in the heart of downtown Hastings at 722 West 2nd Street. Shop local, shop Imperial Jewelers. The world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill in Hastings is celebrating 25 years. 25 years because of all of you. 25 years of good food, great service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere. Bullseye's is open six days a week for lunch and dinner. Stop in a day and see why we are world-famous. Our burgers, steaks, and wings, along with a drink menu with something for everyone. To everyone in the Adams County area, thank you for making us world famous and for 25 years. Come see us today across from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. You are locked into Extreme Sports. Let's get back to the action with Mike Will and Jenny Purcell. I'm back here at Lloyd Wilson Field, the Osborne Sports Complex, Hastings High trailing 21 to 6 as we get ready for the uh, second half. Burton will be into the football, and the second half is underway as he drives that one down to the five yard line. Quickly back to the 10 for Scott's Bluff, 15 20, breaks outside down the sideline, 25 30, out close to the uh, 35 yard line. So 
A nice return. Scott's Bluff has got the ball with a 21-6 lead. Yeah, Scott's Bluff's first half numbers, 233 total yards. So this Tiger defense is going to be uh, tested here early. I don't think they can ill afford to allow Scott's Bluff to get many more points with the way the offense of Hastings High has operated tonight. Just 153 for the Tiger offense. You know, we here at Extreme Sports aim to bring you every local and Husker score you can get. Husker Volleyball wins three games to one tonight against Michigan State. They're going to play at uh, Michigan tomorrow, so they're on their uh, Michigan weekend. Here's a handoff here to uh, Boyle, and Boyle just uh, fights for running room as he brings it across the 35 out to the 37-yard line. Landon Heinrichs entering the stop for Hastings High, so another pickup there of about uh, four yards, second down, six yards to go. Scott's Bluff moving from our left to our right, north to south here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. Chilly night here for Friday night high school football. I saw some uh, winter coats go on during the uh, the halftime ceremony there by the uh, Tiger Marching Band. They're getting ready for their big day tomorrow. There's another uh, handoff straight ahead again out to the uh, 40-yard line. Cooper Cole. Another stop there. That's uh, Nate Gary carrying the ball there, the uh, quarterback for Scott's Bluff. And now they're set up in a very manageable situation here. Third down and three yards to go. Just underway here in the second half with Scott's Bluff out on top, 21-6. to Yeah, they, they didn't go into the halftime, Mark, and say we're going to change things around and try to get things going successfully offensively. This is who they are. They fake the ball to a boil. Here's a Kelly with the ball. Kelly fighting for running room. And he's going to fight his way to a first down out here to the 45-yard line. They move to six. Good job there by Nate Kelly. Not a big kid, 5'11", 165-pound sophomore, but he carries a couple of would-be tacklers with him for the first down. Now nah, he's tougher than a $2 stake, though. He has taken some shots tonight from the Tiger defense, but uh, he's been able to, to get up from all them. Now 11 carries and 49 yards for Kelly here in the game. That's where we're eating tomorrow, the home of a $2 stake. You and oh, I on our goodness. way to... Orange City, we're going to make the stop, the home of the $2 stake. Yeah, I forgot we're on that uh, budget now. First down, 10 yards to go. Ball is at the uh, 45-yard line there. The Tigers know him under. Little, if any, gain there. In fact, a couple of yard loss. Sebastian Boyle stopped a rare opportunity there for the Tiger D to bring him down behind the line of scrimmage. Landon Devaney coming in to make the stop there for the Hastings D. Uh, about a two-yard loss, second down to 12. I tell you what, Boyle is a low. They uh, had the coin toss, and they came right down here in uh, in front of us to do that. And, boy, he's a he's a big old Boyle, well over 200 pounds. When he falls forward, he's a he's a load. Second down, 12 yards to go. Boyle's going to get another chance here. Across the 45, runs over a man at the 47, moves it across the 50, inside uh, Tiger territory, down to the 48-yard line. Tackle finally made by Carlos Espino. For Hastings High, nice run there by Sebastian Boyle. Brings the ball to the Hastings High. Looks like they'll place it out at the 48. And Scott's Bluff will be looking at third down and three. Boy, as soon as he got that handoff, he put that right foot in the turf and accelerated. And I'm not sure who the first man to meet him was. I wouldn't have wanted to. It would have been like trying to tackle a, a freight train as he runs a man over, picks up a nice gain of nearly seven yards, third down and about three here for Scott's Bluff. They're in Hastings High territory. Fumble has got the ball, but he fumbles the ball. Big, big stack up here at the 48-yard line. And the Tigers say they had the ball. We'll see if the officials agree. They do. That's a turnover on the Scott's Bluff. Uh, might be just what the uh, Tigers ordered here. Landon Devaney 
Making the uh, fumble recovery for the Tigers. I don't know if Boyle really got the ball from the uh, quarterback, Nate Kelly. They bobble the ball. Boyle puts it on the turf. Hastings High recovers. Tigers have it right at the 50-yard line. Now, as soon as he got the handoff, it was hot potato, hot potato. He never did get two hands on that football, and then he was. Uh, and there was contact made, fell to the turf. Tigers with the first turnover here in the second half, right at midfield. Sinning throws the ball on the far sideline. That's going to be caught there by Carrera. He gets loose. Carrera down to the 45 or 46. Sinek was drilled on the play, yep. and, yep, there's a penalty flag down. Yep, they're roughing up our quarterback. They did that uh, in the first half, didn't get the call, but they will get the call here after about a, uh, what, a four-yard pass and catch there, but they're going to be more added onto it. Yep, roughing the passer onto Scott's Bluff. Going back to hot potato, did you ever play that stupid game in elementary, hot potato, hot potato? Oh, Who's yeah. got the hot potato? Who's got the hot potato, yeah. Potato. <laughs> Hot potato. Yeah, there was there was a lot of potatoes in school. Unbelievable. Mr. Potato Head. Oh, remember that, Mr. Oh, potato, yeah, Head. Mr. potato Head. Potato Head. If you brought some of that stuff out with the kids nowadays, they would wonder, <laughs> what, what's wrong with what you? What in the heck are you? What what is this? What do you mean we got to put this nose on this yeah, potato? There's no there's no Mr. Potato Head on the <laughs> internet or on my phone. Oh, jeez. All right, first down, ten yards to go. They tack on the uh, fifteen yards on. To that last play, so the Tigers set up here following a fumble. Here's Naz Robinson bouncing off of some tacklers across the 2015. Still on his feet to the 10. Five-yard line touchdown. Naz Robinson takes it in from 32 yards out. That was a highlight-type reel there as he bounces off of a couple of would-be tacklers there and takes the ball into the end zone for the Tigers as 21-12. Robinson now with his seventh touchdown of the season, and boy, a classy run there as he was hit a couple of times by the Bearcat defenders. Then he bounced it out to the numbers, and then it was a foot race, and Naz with some pretty good speed takes it in from 32 yards out. Now the PAT, or will they, because they missed one earlier, or no, they will line up and go for two here. Oh boy, this is an interesting call here. They could draw within one score here of the Bearcats. All right, Sinek has got it. Sinek is going to throw the ball. Verton is wide open. He grabs the ball. Two-point conversion is good. So the two-point conversion goes from Sinek to Verton. Uh, and he sings high is within uh, one score here following a fumble there from Scott's Bluff on their opening possession of the second half. We've got ourselves a ball game, gang. Here on Extreme Sports, 8 minutes and 28 seconds to play in the third quarter. It's now Scott's Bluff 21, Hastings High 14. You're listening to High School Football on Extreme Sports. Since 1946, Coley Pipe and Steel continues to meet the pipe and steel needs of greater Nebraska and Kansas. Coley Pipe and Steel is a one-stop shop for all of your pipe and steel needs. Coley Pipe and Steel stocks a wide variety of steel and plumbing products. From custom steel products to structural steel, rebar fabrication, steel fabrications, and retail and wholesale plumbing parts and fixtures, remember Coley Pipe and Steel of Hastings. They're located at 405 West South Street and the Plumbing Showroom at 300 South Colorado in Hastings. You are listening to Tiger Football on Extreme Sports. All right, so the Tigers now trailing by a score of 21 to 14. Scoring drive brought to you by Stelling Law Firm in Grand Island, specializing in estate planning, probate, and personal injury. Give them a call today at 308 675 40 
3-5. Naz Robinson taking in from 32 yards out for uh, Hastings High in the two-point conversion. Good. We got a 21-14 ball game now. Hastings and Scott's Bluff here tonight didn't start off this way. Scott's Bluff had a, uh, what, 21 to nothing lead in this ballgame yeah. as a, a kickoff return comes back to about the uh, 30-yard line. Tigers have done a great job getting back into this ballgame. Yes, they have. They have uh, that uh, don't-give-up mentality. There is a penalty flag on this kickoff. But I tell you, you go back to that two-point conversion, big, big call there. But uh, Verton, who missed the first extra point uh, down on the uh, south end of the field, says, hey, just throw it to me. I'll catch it this time. Get them points back. And thus they did. We're waiting to uh, get the call. Scott's Bluff is uh, marching back toward their uh, goal line as the officials uh, sort this baby out with 8 minutes and 21 seconds to play here in quarter number 3. It's now a 21-14 to 14 contest. There's an illegal block on uh, Scott's Bluff. And a block in the back on uh, Scott's Bluff. They'll, they'll take that one. They'll... Uh, Decline the first one. They'll take the second one. Nevertheless, a penalty on Scott's Bluff on the kickoff return. Sixth one of the night for Scott's Bluff. For Hastings High. That, uh, that there being their first drive with the turnover, they made uh, they made Scott's Bluff pay on that turnover. That's what you want to do. So Charlie's boys are right in this ball game now. Need to come up with some big stops here. 8.21 left to go in the third quarter. Kelly's going to hand the ball away to a Boyle. He's a guy that copped it up on their last possession as Boyle brings it across the 15 out to about the 17, maybe the 18-yard line. Carlos Espino again in the stop there for the Tiger defense. Now they're going to spot it at the 18, so give them three yards on the play. Second down, 70 yards to go here. We're in Scott's Bluff moving from our left to our right, north to south. In the third quarter in a 21-14 ball game. They fake the ball to Boyle. Here's a Kelly. He uh, just kind of throws his body across the 20-yard line out to about the 22. And now Scott's Bluff will be looking at third down. Third down and about uh, three yards to go. Keaton Krings and the stop for it. He sings on defense. That's what they do. Three, four yards a carry. They they don't care. They're content to to do that. They've only thrown three passes in this entire game. Uh, we'll be saying a lot. Big third down call here. There's uh, Kelly going to hand the ball away Stopped again. Stopped him short. Yeah, they needed three yards, and uh, they got nowhere near that. Now we got an injured player down oh, there. Grabbing his right knee. He is in a lot of pain down there. That young man is, uh, wow, this, you sure hate to see that this, uh, Stage of the season. Hastings High stomps them on uh, third down. So Scott's Bluff will be looking at a fourth down situation. Fourth down and about a yard to go. And again, we got an injured player down here for uh, Scott's Bluff. So we'll take this timeout. Brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Don't forget your next timeout. Stop in and see the uh, gals and the boys down at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. For food, friends, beverages, and big screens. Hastings' only true sports bar located across the street from the water park on West 2nd. We'll have more after this. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. At Midwest, Midwest Farm, Farm, often the most challenging decision to our clients is what to do with a family farm. We've been helping answer this question since the 1970s. Our company is focused on working with tenants that are good stewards of the family farm while offering excellent returns to our owners. Our services include, but are not limited, to detailed financial and field reports, grain marketing, crop insurance, and finding and executing a lease agreement that best fits your farm. 
Give us a call today at 402-463-1110 or find us on the web at MidwestFarmManagement.com. There is still plenty of time to enjoy the Southern Hills Golf Course of Hastings. Call or go online to book your tee times and enjoy this 18-hole par 72 course that offers fun and challenges for all skill levels. The greens at the Southern Hills Golf Course are large and a delight to putt on. After the round, relax in the newly remodeled clubhouse with plenty of TVs to enjoy your favorite sporting events and grab some great food, including pizza, burgers, a Philly cheesesteak sandwich, or your favorite appetizer. Don't forget to book the clubhouse for an upcoming event. Just give Southern Hills Golf Course a call or go online at southernhillshastings.com. The Southern Hills Golf Course is located just off Highway 6 on Southern Hills Drive. Swing by today. You are listening to Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell on Extreme Sports. All right, they're going to put the football away. He sings high, retrieves it, and brings the ball across the 50-yard line. Cooper Cole bringing the ball back down around the 43 by seeing a penalty flag on the far side of the field. Starting to get a lot of them here in the later stages of the game. We'll see this going to go against Hastings High. If it is, that will be, yep, it is, holding call. So each team with six penalties here this evening in the football game. Boy, we continue to feel the little bit of the air coming in our window here. It's chilly. Just look 46 and clear. You know what clear skies mean on a night like this? It's going to be cold It's tonight. going to get really cold. And by the way, right before halftime, all is well in Champaign. Nebraska 17, Illinois nothing. Holy smokes. Well, who, who pushed the offense button? All right, 6.50 to play here. Tigers have a chance to maybe tie this ball game up. Here's a Cynic. He's got the ball. Cynic is going to air it out downfield. That ball may have been deflected, and it's almost intercepted. That was almost uh, intercepted, getting his hands on it. There was a Max Howell. Ball was uh, chipped. I knew it had to be because it came uh, fluttering out of uh, Cynic's hands. That was not a very good pass throw there. No, that uh, that was the – Cynic had connected on his last 11 passes. He was 11 for 11. And that one there was the uh, the first incompletion. So he was looking downfield trying to get it to the man. He's been throwing it to a lot. Heinrichs with uh, six catches, 86 yards, not able to get it to him. Falls incomplete, fortunately enough, for the Tigers. Second down and 10. From the 47-yard line, Sinek throws it near side. Heinrichs grabs the ball, and it's jarred out of there, and it falls to the turf and nearly intercepted. Nearly intercepted there. Hard hit by the uh, defensive secondary for Scott's bluff. Jars that ball loose. It was nearly uh, taken out of the air down there. Yeah, smacked him right as the time the ball was getting to the hands of Heinrich. So a good defensive play, well-timed out. So it'll be a third down and 10. The ball at the 47-yard line, 639. Left to go here in the third quarter, 21-14 Bearcats. Sebastian Galindo was the guy who nearly came up with the ball. Now he set up a little screen. Robinson has got it. He's got room, 45-50-45. Inside Scott's Bluff territory to the 40, down to the 39-yard line. Perfectly executed by the Tigers. A screen pass to Naz Robinson. Sebastian Galindo 
And the stop for Scott's Bluff. That is a first down for the Tigers at the Bearcat 38. Tenth first down of the night for Hastings High. Yes, great job setting that up to the near side of the field here. Robinson turns around, and he had all kinds of green turf out in front of him. And then he uh, puts two hands on the football and just steamrolls the defender out there for a 15-yard gain and the first down. Here's a Sinek going to hand the ball away now to a Robinson. Inside handoff as he moves the ball down to... About the 35-yard line. Hastings High at one point trailed this game 21 to nothing. Tigers have come back with a, a touchdown at the end of the second quarter and a touchdown midway through the third quarter. 21-14. Tigers are driving for perhaps the uh, tying score right here. Hastings looking at second down. Seven yards to go. The ball is sitting at the Scotts Bluff 35-and-a-half-yard line. Hastings working right to left, south to north here in the third quarter. Robinson gets the call. Robinson is hit and down he goes, a yard loss. Robinson trying to get outside. He is stopped in the play. And Hastings High now looking at a third down situation. Third down and about, uh, what, nine yards to go. Ball is sitting at the 38 of uh, Scott's Bluff with 5.20 to play here in the third quarter. Robinson with eight carries and 60 yards, two touchdowns. He's also got uh, that one reception here on the uh, couple plays ago that got him 15 yards. But good defensive stand for Scott's Bluff here. They've got Hastings in a third down and nine. Hastings wide receivers left and right. In fact, a pair each way. Robinson is in the backfield. Here's Sinek. He wants to throw. He's under pressure. Sinek throws the ball near his side. That ball maybe is going to be hauled in down here by Landon Heinrichs down around the 32, but the Tigers going to be about three yards shy. Yep, yep. Couple two, couple or uh, three yards. We'll see where they officially spotted. I think right down at the 30. That'll make them a couple of yards short of a first down. Fourth and two. Tigers going to go for it here with 434 to play. We're in the third quarter. Hastings High trailing shots bluffed by the score of 21-14. Carrera is the wide receiver to the right side. It's going to be Cooper Cole coming to the near side with uh, Heinrichs. And now we got penalty flags down. Did the Tigers jump up front? I think they did. Oh, my goodness. So instead of fourth down and two, now we got fourth down and seven. Well, they've just had some silly, silly penalties tonight. Scott's Bluff faked a blitz as they come running up to the line of scrimmage. The uh, linebacker on this side of the field for the Bearcats come running up there and kind of stuck his head right in between the the defensive tackles, and that was enough to get one of the uh, linemen down there to flinch. But uh, Charlie says, we don't care. We're going to go for it anyway. So it's going to be fourth down and seven. Tigers will go. All right, he sees high trailing 21-14 here in the third quarter. Same formation. Backing up is going to be Sinek. Cocks the arm. Throws the ball down deep. Heinrichs grabs the ball. Oh, Falls out of his hands at the five-yard line. That was six points. He had a little hitch and go at about the 30-yard line, and his defender kind of buckled. His leg buckled underneath of him, and by the time he got caught, tried to catch back up, he was four to five yards behind Heinrichs. That ball was perfectly thrown down to around the 10-yard line. That was touchdown city, and Heinrichs drops it. My goodness, that would have been his eighth catch. He's already had seven for just under 100. We'll give him seven catches, 93 yards, but oh my goodness, that is one he would want back right now. Yeah, you don't want to be in the film room on Monday. No. Awful. Alright, so Hastings High had a chance right there. Now we got to come up with a stop here. Three minutes and 53 seconds to play in the third quarter, 21-14. Scott's Bluff has got the lead. 
Hastings High dropping a, a sure touchdown right there. There's a pass thrown to the far side. He overthrows his man. That was uh, his uh, running back coming out of the backfield, Carter Reisig. Tell you what, that's one thing. They're, they've, they've been lulling you to sleep, and that's what they like to do is you just keep creeping up and creeping up into the uh, the line of scrimmage, and then they send a, send a man on a wheel route out there, and, and that one there, again, uh, it's a good thing Kelly isn't a very accurate thrower. That was uh, grossly overthrown. Cooper Cole, with his speed, was able to get back there, and uh, it wouldn't have gone for uh, for much of a gain, but the fall's incomplete, second down and 10. There's uh, Rysig. He's going to run the ball now. He's at the 30. Finds an opening across the 35 out to the uh, 40. Falls forward to the uh, 42. So Rysig carrying the ball. He couldn't come up with a catch in that last play. And then they give the ball to him here. They move it to the uh, 42. Pick up of seven yards in the play. Third down, three yards to go. Cesar uh, Flores in on the stop for the Tigers. The 5'11", 195-pound senior for Hastings High. For the Bearcats, 39 carries here in this football game. Four pass attempts. Only one completion. That tells you the story here. So a third down and about four to go for the Bearcats. Now I think we got movement on the Bearcat offensive line. I think there was a guilty party down in the trenches. Here's the call. It's going to be an illegal procedure call on Scott's Bluff. So that will cost him five yards. So instead of third down and three, we're going to have third down and eight. The ball pushed back here to the 37-yard line. Goodness, the official's going to have to turn them uh, hankies in for a, a warshin over the uh, the evening. 14 penalties here in this football game. Seven apiece were tied up on the board with the yellow flag marks. Third down and about, uh, what do they call it, eight yards to go here for the first under three minutes to play. 21-14, Scott's Blump with a lead. Here's a, a running play, bouncing his way. Out to the uh, 44 to the 45. That's a Rising again, carrying the ball for Scott's Blump. He's going to be short of a first down, however. Now they're going to put the football all the way back here to the 43. Yeah, yeah I don't think that's a very good spot. We'll take it. Yeah, I, I don't know what they saw there. Yeah, I don't either. He was very close to uh, getting the football out to the... Uh, Line of, of uh, first down there at about the 45-yard line. So, uh, to no surprise, Scott's Buff will line up here on fourth down, fourth and two, and they will go for it. In their own territory. We'll see if they actually snap the ball. Trying to get them to jump. They're They'll gonna, take it. They're going to run the play right here. They're going to. They're not going to get there. They're not going to get there. They go for it on fourth down and two yards to go in their own territory. And they did not get there. The quarterback... Uh, Carries the ball there for uh, Scott's Bluff, and they don't get to the first down stakes. So the Tiger defense, Jimmy, has come up with another huge play right there, and they stop him on fourth down and two. Yeah, big, big play. Kelly kind of tried to bark out like he was trying to get the Tigers to jump off, give them a free set of downs. The Tiger D did good, stayed in their uh, trenches, and then Kelly tried to take it off the right side, and a host of Tigers, oh, a bunch of guys in black unis there to get him down. Inside the 45-yard line now at the 44, first and 10 for Hastings in Bearcat territory. 21-14, Scott's Bluff with a lead. Here comes the blitz. Seneca reads it, and he throws it to the far side. That baby is incomplete. Down inside the uh, 15-yard line. Boy, what a throw. Sinek was on his horse as he had a man coming from the uh, backside. He could feel the pressure coming. He rolled off towards the numbers on the right side. He slung that downfield to his intended receiver, and that 
Nate Glorin was in there. Yeah, that that even that was right on the money. Another one that kind of hits. That would have been a tougher catch than what Heinrichs's was uh, previously on this uh, second drive. So now they'll look at a second down and ten here. Clock stopped at 2:02 left to go in the third quarter. Ball sitting at the 44 of Scott's Bluff. Play action pass. Here's a ball dumped away. It's going to be caught. Short gain. That goes to a Burton down here. It's about the 43-yard line. So, like I said, a short pickup. We're going to give him like a yard and a half. Hastings signed down looking at third down. Third down and about eight yards to go. Ball is uh, rushing between the 42 and 43-yard line. That's the uh, Scott's Bluff side of the uh, 50-yard line. Tigers back up to the line of scrimmage here. 21-14, Scott's Bluff has got the lead over Hastings High. After the Tigers spotted the Bearcats, a 21-0 lead in this ballgame. Sinek fakes the ball. Now he throws it. The ball's going to be caught down there. Heinrichs at the 25. Heinrichs on his feet to the 20, and he's written out of bounds inside the 20-yard line. Tigers have the ball in the red zone. First down and goal for Hastings High. 24 more yards, and boy, I tell you, Heinrichs wanted that one in his hands to try to redeem uh, what was lost in that uh, one deep ball here on a couple of drives prior is where he dropped it. That one, there was a nice catch. How you allow him to be that wide open in the uh, secondary is beyond me. 24-yard gain. Now Heinrichs with 117 yards on eight catches tonight. The Tigers with their 12th first down. All right, Sinek uh, waiting for the ball here. He fakes it. He backs up. Sinek steps up. He's got a lot of room. He's at the 20-yard line. He's in and down he goes down here at the 15, but a uh, a nice gain. We'll give him uh, five yards in a play. Wanted to get rid of the ball. Found a little seam off to the left side. Now another yep, penalty yep. flag is down. It's going to be a holding call, I believe, here against Hastings. You can't make these penalties <laughs> no. down here in the red zone. No, not when you're picking up good chunks of yardage. Sinek was uh, was able to get that. Uh, it's going to be a block in the back there. They're going to get a guilty party. But when uh, Sinek's forced out of the pocket and he's able to pick up four or five yards, he's going to set you up uh, at around the 15-yard line. We're getting down to the end of the game. You've got to take advantage of the situations, and you can't be shooting yourself in the foot. And they are. That is the eighth penalty now for Hastings in the ballgame. All right, so the Tigers will be looking at first down and 20 now. Ball is pushed back here to the 30-yard line. First and 20. From the uh, 30 of Scott's Bluff, Sinek wants to throw. Here comes the pressure. Sinek steps away. Sinek has still got the ball. Sinek across the 30-yard line, 25-20, 15, brings it to the near sideline, run out of bounds, down around the 10-yard line. Tucker Sinek taking the ball down to the uh, 10. We'll see whether he officially spotted down here, but a nice run. Flush out of the pocket, and he finds a lot of green turf over here to the left side of the formation. He's run out of bounds. They're going to spot it at the 12. Yep, 18-yard run there. Kind of the same situation what they had before, just a bigger uh, out uh, gain for Sinek on that one. He was able to get it out to the numbers and outrun the defenders, and now we got a second down and short here for Hastings. Sinek's going to dump the ball away, and that's going to be incomplete. I don't know where he was going there. A couple of white shirts. Yeah, yeah, into a bad area is where that one was going. He's kind of a he kind of a little bit of Patrick Mahomes when he gets a running out there. He he doesn't uh, come over top. He starts sidearm and stuff, and that was what he what he did there. Had a defender all up in his grill. Knocked him down. He was able to help him back up off the turf. So it's going to bring up third down and short. Third and two here from the 12-yard line. All right, Hastings high now with 55 seconds to play in the third quarter. 21-14. Scott's Bluff has got the lead, but the Tigers have the ball. 
in the uh, red zone down here. They will uh, spot it right at the uh, 12-yard line. Wide receiver split way out to the right side. Sinek backs up. Sinek dancing in the pocket. He throws the ball. It is going to be caught and dropped down there at about the uh, two-yard line. I think that was Landon Heinrichs again, but he had a a defender draped all over him down there at the two. Yeah, everybody looking at the officials, but uh, no flag. Very, very close. Very tight coverage. So now they're going to send the uh, field goal team in. And uh, what's Verton got uh, on the year here? Three of nine is what I got. Three of nine on the season for Chance Verton. We'll see what uh, we got here. Fourth down. Uh, yeah, they'll they'll go. Cynic will be holding for Verton. This will be a 28-yard field goal attempt for a Chance. For the uh, near side hash mark, they're trying to tack on three here. A 28-yard field goal. Ball is down. The kick is up. And the kick goes through the uprights. It is good. So the 28-yard field goal by uh, Chance Burton is uh, through the pipes. We'll take a break here with 44 seconds to play in the third quarter. It is now Scott's Bluff 21. He sees I-17. You're listening to high school football on Extreme Sports. Stellig Law Firm of Grand Island is committed to assisting clients throughout Nebraska. Stellig Law Firm is a full-service law firm and specializes in estate planning, probate, and personal injury. Stellig Law Firm takes the time to listen and understand each client's personal needs. To schedule your individual appointment, call 308-675-4035. Stellig Law Firm is located at 724 West Coning Street in Grand Island. A call today will secure your tomorrow. You are listening to Tiger Football on Extreme Sports. All right, 21 to 17. Seven plays, 44 yards on the uh, scoring drive. Hastings High is settling on a 28-yard field goal by Chance Burton. The drive is uh, brought to you by Stellick Law Firm in Grand Island, specializing in estate planning, probate, and personal injury. Give them a call today at 308-675-4035. Tigers right in the ball game here. 21-17 after Hastings High spotted Scott's Bluff. A 21-0 lead in this football game. Here comes the return out across the 25-30. Down the sideline, 35-40. Oh. And a deck there by Burton as he reaches the 45-yard line. Ball came loose, but they're fighting for it. But I think it's just going to be Scott's Bluff ball out here. Boy, big, big shot. Burton, the kicker, kind of hung back here in center field. And the uh, the return man was able to get it to this side around the numbers and got around the corner. And then Burton comes up and just literally stood him straight up. Big, big shot. Chance Hauser was the guy uh, bringing the ball back. And he's not very big. 5'6", 135-pound senior. Burton gets into him. But Hauser hangs on to the ball. And that was a nice return by Hauser. Scott's Bluff has got it out here at the uh, 48-yard line. Now a 21-17 ball game. Here's uh, Boyle carrying the ball as he hurdles his way across the 50 inside uh, Tiger territory down here at about the uh, 49-yard line. They're going to spot it at the 48, pick up a three yards on the play. Second down, seven yards to go. We're down to 15 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Hastings High has scored 17 straight points here. Scott's Bluff doesn't look like they're in any hurry to snap the ball. That's going to be the end 
of the third quarter of play. Three quarters in the books tonight to score. Scott's Bluff 21, Hastings High 17. You're listening to High School Football on Extreme Sports. Imperial, Imperial Downtown Hastings has been serving Hastings and the surrounding communities since 1966. Imperial Jewelers specializes in service beyond the sale. Ring resizing, prong repair, custom design, and the most current engagement ring styles using natural mine diamonds and lab-grown diamonds as well. We are your local hometown jeweler that supports all the area sporting events and schools. Located in the heart of downtown Hastings at 722 West 2nd Street. Shop local, shop Imperial Jewelers. Challenge. It's not something you shy from. It's a chance to up your game. Every day brings a new challenge. But with the Enhanced Channel Seed brand on your side, you can rise to it. With our top performing seed, innovative digital tools, and expanded agronomic support, you can turn tomorrow's challenges into your next advantage. Your Enhanced Channel Seed brand. Let's rise to the challenge. Learn more at channel.com slash rise. Read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. Call M&K and Solutions. You are listening to Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell on Extreme Sports. All right, as we come back, Sebastian Boyle gets the uh, first play here in the uh, fourth quarter as he takes it around the left end, and Boyle is going to have a first down here for the uh, Cats. Boyle, Boyle got a a big head of steam and got around the corner, and he had a a man come up and meet him head on. That's not a wise choice. That's a mismatch there in size. Boyle's a big, big boy. Picks up a nice gain, 14 yards, and that will give the Bearcats their 15th first down in the football game. All right, so the uh, fourth quarter, it's a 21-17 ball game. Scott's Bluff has uh, got the lead. Here's a running play, 35 at the uh, 30-yard line. 25 breaks outside, 20, and uh, brought down at the uh, 15-yard line. So taking it off with the uh, right side. That's a new quarterback in there. That's uh, that's Nate Nate Kelly. Yep, that's still Kelly in there for uh, Scott's Bluff. He takes the ball down here to... About the uh, 17-yard line. Yeah, that was another nice gain there. Back-to-back big runs, double-digit runs, 14. And that one, they're good for 18 yards. As the Tigers got a man, looks like he's experiencing some cramping issues. So we'll get you some uh, numbers here through three quarters. They're brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West South Street, and the Plumbing Showroom at 300 South Colorado and Hastings. Cully Pipe and Steel in business since 1946. For the Bearcats, through three quarters, they have got... 274 yards of total offense, 46 offensive plays. For Hastings High, 262 yards. That's 164 through the air, 98 on the ground. 13 first grounds downs for the Tiger, 15 for the Bearcats, and we're ready for action first and 10. All right, first and 10 from the uh, 18-yard line. Kelly's going to hand the ball away. That's going to be Boyle with the ball. Boyle takes it off of the uh, right side and moves it down close to the 10-yard line. Boy, you don't want to fall down by a couple of scores here, Jimmy, in the uh, fourth quarter, but Scott's Bluff is uh, marching toward the uh, goal line here. It is now second down and four yards to go. The ball is down here at the Hastings High 11. Well, they've been able to get uh, some plays to the outside. We have not taken very good angles, and that one there was a nice uh, carry there. About a six-yard gain. They're going to blow it dead. Penalty flags, yes, yet again. That's going to go on Scott's Bluff. That is their eighth penalty. So 16 penalties in the 
football game here this evening. Yeah, it's not been uh, the most well-played football game here no, tonight. No, not In fact, a very... the first two plays we had, we had two turnovers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they'll uh, push Scott's Bluff back five more yards. They'll bring it back just outside of the 15-yard line. I think the 16-yard line is going to be the uh, line of scrimmage second and long. Kelly is going to run the ball himself as he takes it uh, outside the numbers down around the 10, and he's going to be run out of bounds. So we'll see where the officials will spot it, pretty close to the uh, 10-yard line. Boy, big gain. Scott's bluff will be looking at a uh, third down situation. Kelly just took the ball around the uh, right-hand quarterback keeper. Did not get to the first down stakes, however. They got the ball down here at about the 8-yard line. It's going to bring up a third down and one. Third down and one from the 8-yard line of Hastings High in a 21-17 ball game. Kelly waiting for it. He's going to run the play himself. He's going to take it down. He spins at about the 6. He falls forward to the 5. That's going to be enough for a first down. So now Scott's Bluff will be at point-blank range. First down and goal. The ball is going to be sitting at the five-yard line of Hastings High with 10 minutes and 48 seconds to play in the game. First down number 17 for Scott's Bluff here in the game. And again, uh, just amazing rushing numbers. Now 47 carries in the football game and uh, over 300 yards of rushing. They look for more here to first and goal. Kelly has got it. Same play three straight times, and Kelly is going to be close as he gets the ball down toward the uh, goal line here on the north end as he moves it down to about the uh, one-yard line or so. Tackle is made by Landon DeBaney for Hastings High. They're going to mark the ball right at the two. So it's second down and goal. The ball at the two-yard line of Hastings High. We're going to be under 10 minutes to go here in the fourth quarter when we snap the ball. So Kelly has run it three straight plays. We'll see if Calls his number again down here at the two-yard line. Kelly has got it. He'll run the uh, same play. He busts off of the right side, and he will take the ball into the end zone for the touchdown. Nate Kelly scores his third touchdown of the night, this one on a two-yard run. And for Kelly, his 18th carry and 86 yards now, first touchdown of the night rushing. Nope. I was just, nope, nope, nope. Third one. one. Yep, yep, third one. Now I see uh, see more up above in the uh, – in the rushing totals, but uh, good night rushing the football for Scottsbluff again over 300 yards. Now the PA pending PAT pending here for the Bearcats. All right, so now it's a 27 to 17 ball game. Here comes the boot. It is up there. It is good. So the point after touchdown is good. Nine minutes and 50 seconds to play now here in the football game from Lloyd Wilson Field. The score now is going to be uh, Scottsbluff 28, Hastings 17. You're listening to High School Football tonight on Extreme Sports. Since 1946, Cully Pipe and Steel continues to meet the pipe and steel needs of greater Nebraska and Kansas. Cully Pipe and Steel is a one-stop shop for all of your pipe and steel needs. Cully Pipe and Steel stocks a wide variety of steel and plumbing products. From custom steel products to structural steel, rebar fabrication, steel fabrications, and retail and wholesale plumbing parts and fixtures, remember Coley Pipe and Steel of Hastings. They're located at 405 West South Street and the Plumbing Showroom at 300 South Colorado in Hastings. You're listening to Extreme Sports, Central Nebraska's new home for sports. All right, the uh, touchdown drive that time. 
Eight plays and 52 yards for Scott's Bluff. They take it in from two yards out from the quarterback, Nate Kelly. Touchdown drive brought to you by the Stellick Law Firm in Grand Island, specializing in estate planning, probate, and personal injury. Give them a call today at 308-675-4035. So here's the kickoff. Bringing the ball back is Cooper Cole for the Tigers across the 20, out to about the 23-yard line. So here we go, 9.42 to play now in the fourth quarter. Hastings high down by a couple of scores. It is 28 to 17. Mike, unofficially, Scott's Bluff with 323 yards rushing here as the Tigers have a man down. 323 unofficially. They have two men over 100 yard rushing, and their quarterback, Kelly, sets with 86. He's on the threshold of 100 yards. They could have 300 yard rushers here in this football game. And again, they extended their lead out by 11 here. And halftime in Champaign, Huskers lead at 17-7. to All right, so Illinois uh, gets on the board later in the second quarter. Adam Central now leading Aurora 24-13. They're in the uh, third quarter out at the uh, Patriot Field. Central City has got a lead over Pierce tonight in the fourth quarter. The score is 35-34. So the Tigers uh, have the ball here across the uh, 25 out to about the uh, 27-yard line. So Hastings High moving from our left to our right here in the fourth quarter of play. 28-17, the Tigers close the gap to 21-17, but they give up the touchdown to uh, Nate Kelly. So Scott's bluff again goes back out on top by uh, a couple of scores here. Let's see if the Tigers can get a, a quick one here. There's a Cynic with the ball. Sprints out right side. Cynic has got it. Cynic at the 25, dancing his way to the 30, to the 33-yard line. And he is going to be very, very close to a first down. Going to be close to a first down. We got another uh, injured player down here for uh, Scott's Bluff. So we got an injury timeout. Brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings only true sports bar. Located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll have more after this. You're listening to Extreme Sports. At Ruderoxy, Ruderoxy, we are land brokers and equipment auctioneers. Our company is deeply rooted in agriculture, and we realize that farm and ranch assets are serious business. We're an integrity-based organization which has evolved into over 55 years of service to Nebraska and northern Kansas. Consult with one of our 12 agents today if it's time to sell your family's land and assets. Call us today for a no-obligation consultation at 402-463-8565 or go to RooterAuction.com. If you are looking for screen printing or embroidery work, turn to the experts at Protein Design of Grand Island. They have over 19 years of experience and are locally owned. The staff at Protein Design can create that shirt for your special event with custom screen printing services or get some custom embroidery on your clothing, hats, bags, or other accessories. At Protein Design of Grand Island, you can get the uniforms for your high school or college sports teams, too. Get a quote by simply going to the website at ProteinDesign.com or by calling 308-203-4044. There's in-store pickup and delivery available. Protein Design, 2716 Old Fair Road in Grand Island. 
At Midwest Farm Management, often the most challenging decision to our clients is what to do with a family farm. We've been helping answer this question since the 1970s. Our company is focused on working with tenants that are good stewards of the family farm while offering excellent returns to our owners. Our services include, but are not limited, to detailed financial and field reports, grain marketing, crop insurance, and finding and executing a lease agreement that best fits your farm. Give us a call today at 402-463-1110 or find us on the web at MidwestFarmManagement.com. You are listening to Tiger Football on Extreme Sports. All right, Hastings High trailing in the ball game on a score of 28 to 17. Tigers have the ball, and they're just going to run it straight up the pipe here to about the uh, 35. And now Hastings High will be looking at a second down situation. Second down and eight pickup of two on the last play. Naz Robinson now with his 10th carry, 71 yards unofficially. Tigers are going to have to work with some urgency here. I know there's uh, still well over eight minutes left to go. But you know what Scott's left does? They can chew a clock up in a hurry with the rushing game. Sending throws the ball far side. is going to be caught over there. That's uh, Heinrichs with a reception at the uh, 38. So a uh, short gain there, a couple of yards. That's going to bring up a third down situation. They're going to give uh, Hastings High the 39. So third down here for Hastings. Third down and about five yards to go. Tigers are trailing by a score of 28 to 17. Both of these teams three and three. On the season, Tigers really need to maybe win out to get themselves a uh, home playoff game in the opening round of the Class B State playoffs. But right now, they're down by 11 points here in this one. Scottsbluff really uh, starving for a, a victory. As I said earlier, they started off the year 3-0, and lost the last three, thus 3-3. Three and three. Sinek throws the ball near side. Heinrichs grabs the ball again at the 40 to the 45-yard line. That's going to be enough for a first down. He got to the first down, stakes Dawson Barrett into the stop there for a Scott's bluff, but not before Heinrichs will move the chains for Hastings High. Tigers have the ball here at the 45. How about this night? Landon Heinrichs, 10 catches, 127, and oh, when they watch the film, he will love to have that long one he dropped as he was going into the end zone, but they pick up the first down, and uh, Tigers still on the move. Here's a blitz. Hastings High will run right into it. No gain in the play. Scott's Blump came with a blitz, and the Tigers uh, run right into it. Naz Robinson is decked here at the uh, 45-yard line. No gain, second down and 10. 11th carry for Robinson here, just uh, about 75 yards. But again, uh, the more they run the run the ball, that clock continues to move. It's going to be under 6.50 when we take the snap here, and the Tigers trail by 11. Yeah, well, we need some kind of a quick score here. Here's a Sinek. He wants to throw, throws it near his side. That's going to be caught by Carrera. He fumbles the football, but it goes out of bounds. Fumbles the ball, but it goes trickling out of bounds here over the uh, sideline. Marker down here around the uh, 47 or 48-yard line. Coaches on the far sideline saying incomplete pass. The officials don't agree. It'll be about a five-yard uh, five gain. Yeah, I'll put the ball down. The right Nose of the football will be right at the 50. So it's third down. Third down and five yards to go for uh, Hastings High. They've got the ball right at the midfield stripe. Still trailing by 11 in this ball game, 28-17. Tigers on the road for the next two weeks. They'll play at Ralston and at Gehring to finish off the regular season. 
28-17. Here's a cynic. He wants to throw. He throws a far side. It's going to be overthrown. Intended receiver was a Heinrichs again down around the 40-yard line of Scott's Bluff. He threw it over his head. Incomplete pass. And now he sings looking at fourth down. It was six minutes and 35 seconds to play, Jimmy. Uh, I think Charlie wants to talk things over here. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're, you've got to go for it, just trying to get the right play uh, in place here for the Tigers. They'll be looking at a fourth and five right at midfield. All right, we'll take a break. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. There is still plenty of time to enjoy the Southern Hills Golf Course of Hastings. Call or go online to book your tee times and enjoy this 18-hole par 72 course that offers fun and challenges for all skill levels. The greens at the Southern Hills Golf Course are large and a delight to putt on. After the round, relax in the newly remodeled clubhouse with plenty of TVs to enjoy your favorite sporting events and grab some great food, including pizza, burgers, a Philly cheesesteak sandwich, or your favorite appetizer. Don't forget to book the clubhouse for an upcoming event. Just give Southern Hills Golf Course a call or go online at southernhillshastings.com. The Southern Hills Golf Course is located just off Highway 6 on Southern Hills Drive. Swing by today. You are listening to High School Football on Extreme Sports. All right, back here. The Tigers are going to jump the gun again. Another big penalty, Jimmy, on a a fourth down situation. Fourth down and five. The Tigers are going to be hit with an illegal procedure call. And now it's fourth down and ten. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You put yourself way behind the chains now and a a dire need for a first down here. They don't get the first down. I know there's still 6.33 left to go in the game, but you're a two-score game. You don't get the first down here. Scott's Bluff can just simply run the ball on you and run the clock out. Fourth and ten here for the Tigers in a desperate, desperate need. From their own 45-yard line, Sinek backs up. He's got time. Look out. Here comes some pressure. Sinek throws the ball. It's going to be caught by Krings at the 30. Breaks loose at the 25 to the 20. Down to the 17-yard line. Sinek just throws that ball up there for grabs, Jimmy. And uh, Keaton Krings comes up with a ball and advances the ball all the way down to the 17. The Tigers are in the red zone with 6.22 to play. Third catch for Krings here tonight. We'll give him 47 on the night, 39 on that passing catch. As somehow, Sinek got that away. That was a, a circus throw off his back foot going down. Really, I had a defender all over him. And then Krings made a great catch. He had to readjust, but he gets it down just outside the 15-yard line. Tigers in business. Here we go, first down and 10. Sinek throws the ball. It's caught by Naz Robinson at the 10-yard line. Robinson still on his feet. He takes the ball down to the 7 before he is buried there. The Tigers at point-blank range here. Still with plenty of time here. 5.56 to play. He just stick this baby in the end zone. 28-17. Scott's bluff has got the lead, but the Tigers 
knocking on touchdown door. First down and goal. Hastings with the ball down here at the seven-yard line of Scott's Bluff. Unofficially, Cynic 229 yards in the football game. He'll have a couple of wide receivers out to the left side for him. Cynic looks that way, now comes back the other way. Naz Robinson bobbles the ball. He's at the five-yard line. He moves it down to about the one. He bobbles the ball, Jimmy. (laughs) He looked like a circus act. I don't know that he ever really had complete control of that as he turned the corner. All he seen was the uh, goal line. Wanted to get the nose of that football to it. Instead, he gets it. Uh, he gets brought down at about the uh, two-yard line. So it'll be second down and goal here from the two. 28-17 to score. Scott's Blump has got the lead. Hastings with the ball to Scott's Blump, too. They fake the ball to Cole. Here's a Cynic with it, and Cynic is going to walk the ball into the end zone. They fake the ball up inside, and Cynic looks to his right. There was not a man around. Cynic says, I'll just do this myself. I'll just take the ball into the end zone for the score with 5.05 to go. His first rushing touchdown of the evening. That was so wide open. I have all the faith in the world. Oh, I could have done that. With your blazing speed. Yeah, I could have done with that. Yeah, you problem. would have been able to get that in with dude shoes on. Oh, yeah. With dude shoes, but a two-yard run. Now the Tigers will line up, and they'll go for two here. All right, they're going to try to make this a, a three-point ball game. Sinek wants to throw the ball again. Sinek stops. Sinek jumps. Then he throws the ball, and it's incomplete, trying to get it to a Cooper Cole. That would have been on the basketball floor, and that would have been traveling. Yeah, yeah it would have been. Uh, yeah, he left his feet, and he came back down, still had the ball, and then he throws it. And he throws the ball to a Cooper Cole at the uh, goal line. It is incomplete. So the two-point conversion is uh, no good, and the Tigers are now down by five points and then a touchdown here at the end. 5.05 to play in the football game. We'll take a break with a score. It's a Scott's Bluff 28, Hastings High 23. You're listening to High School Football Tonight on Extreme Sports. The world-famous Bullseye Bullseye. Grill in Hastings is celebrating 25 years. 25 years because of all of you. 25 years of good food, great service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere. Bullseye's is open six days a week for lunch and dinner. Stop in today and see why we are world-famous. Our burgers, steaks, and wings, along with a drink menu with something for everyone. To everyone in the Adams County area, thank you for making us world famous and for 25 years. Come see us today across from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. You are listening to Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell on Extreme Sports. All right, it's now a 28-23 uh, to 23 ball game. Scott's Bluff still with the lead. The scoring drive, a nice one. 12 plays in 78 yards for Hastings. Scoring drive brought to you by Stellick Law Firm in Grand Island. Specializing in estate planning, probate, and personal injury. Give them a call today at 308-675-4035. Here's the uh, kickoff. Ball is uh, down along the ground, and it's going to be Scott's Bluff covering the ball up down here at about the uh, 22. So still a plenty of time here. Hastings High has got all three timeouts left. Scott's Bluff has got two timeouts left. 5.03 to play. Hastings can get a, a three plays and out here, Jimmy. We're right We're right in the thick of things. That, that would be just what the doctor would order because uh, I guarantee you, you know what uh, Scott's Bluff's going to do. They're just going to line it up like they've done all night long and try to get uh, just grind out this clock, keep the football away from this Tiger offense. We'll see what uh, what happens here. Just four pass attempts for Scott Fluff here in this game. 
Nate Kelly has got the ball. Kelly is going to run it himself. Kelly breaks outside across the 30, slips a tackler and brings the ball actually uh, across the 20 and brings the ball across the uh, 25 to the 26-yard line. So a pickup of a couple of yards on the play. Tackle is made in there by Flores for Hastings, one of the linebackers. Had him stop maybe behind the uh, line of scrimmage there, but he slips a couple of tacklers and actually uh, picks up a couple of yards on the play. Second down, seven yards to go. Clock is running with four minutes and 34 seconds to play now. Here in the fourth quarter in the five-point ball game. They have started the third quarter in Champaign. Huskers with the ball inside Illinois territory already. By the way, the uh, Purple People Eaters, they're trailing 26-15 in the fourth quarter. Second down here for uh, Scott's Bluff. They'll hand it away as they angle to the left side. A pickup of maybe one, two yards in the play. They got the ball at the 29. And here the Tigers can get off of the field on third down. It is third down here. Third down and still about uh, four yards to go. Maybe closer to five. The ball sitting right at the 29-yard line. Hastings High can get off the field here with a big play on defense. 3.50 to play here in the fourth quarter. Hastings trailing by the score of 28-23. to Quarterback is in Nate Kelly. He's got the ball. He's going to run it, and he did not get there. Brings the ball to the 32-yard line. They're going to be about two and a half yards shy of a first down. Again, Flores is in on the stop for Hastings on defense. Fourth down, and uh, they'll call it a yard and a half. The ball is sitting at the 32 of Scott's Bluff. Now what do you do with 3.20 to play? It does not appear like Judd Hall is going to send out the punt team. His quarterback, Kelly, will walk over to the sidelines and visit with him. They will probably let this run down and call out timeout. Yeah, we got uh, 15 seconds left on the the play clock. And now here comes the quarterback, Kelly, back to the huddle here. Fourth down and two yards to go. The ball is at the 32-yard line. They got to get it to the 34 for the first down. And now they're going to call the uh, timeout. Defensively, we cannot jump. We have had silly penalties all night long. We have given Scott's Bluff a fresh set of downs a couple of different times here. That would be very crucial here in late stages of the game. We've got a timeout on the field. Brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill of Hastings. We'll have more after this. You're listening to Extreme Sports. Stellig Law Firm is committed to assisting clients throughout Nebraska. Stellig Law Firm is a full-service law firm and specializes in estate planning, probate, and personal injury. Stellig Law Firm takes the time to listen and understand each client's personal needs. To schedule your individual appointment, call 308-675-4035. Stellig Law Firm is located at 724 West Koenig Street in Grand Island. A call today will secure your tomorrow. You are locked into Xtreme Sports. Let's get back to the field with Mike Will and Jenny Purcell. Here we go. Fourth down and about a yard and a half, probably closer to two here, Jimmy. Ball is uh, nose of the football right at the oh 32. Boy. They are going to go for it. Unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. Here's uh, Nate Kelly lined up here for uh, Scott's Bluff. Marking oh. out the signal. Oh, they did it again. What did I say? We cannot have 
mistakes like we have had all night long. That is penalty number 10. And more importantly, it gives Scott's Bluff a fresh set of downs with 2.53 left to go here in the ball game. That, Goodness. That, that could have been the game right a- there, Absolutely, Jimmy. absolutely. You just you can't make mistakes. And they came up there in that tight formation again. And Kelly, the quarterback, started barking them out. And it come from the left side of the offense or the defensive front. And now a first and 10 for Scott's Bluff. With 2.53 to go. And now Kelly is just going to run the ball across the 40 into the open 45. 50 takes the ball into Hastings High Territory. They move it down to about the 48-yard line. Carlos Espino is going to be uh, credited with a tackle there for Hastings High. What a big, big oh. uh, penalty right there on Hastings High. Yeah, now the wind just uh, kind of seems like it's gone out of the sails of the Tiger. Kelly gets loose off the right side and scampers 16 yards down across midfield just off the side of that uh, big red H with 235 and counting left to go here in the game. You don't jump off sides and you come up with a stop. You've got the ball in Scotts Bluff territory and all for naught. Now Scotts Bluff with a first and ten across uh, into Tiger territory. They uh, run up to the line of scrimmage this time and give the ball away. A hole there, 45-40, 35, and tripped up there. During the football, Sebastian Boyle down there. He's finding a, a little running room all of a sudden. Tice Carrera, another stop for Hastings High on defense. That's going to be another first down for a Scott's Bluff as they move the ball down here to the Hastings High 33-yard line. Clock ticking away. 2.08 to play in the fourth quarter. It's 28-23, Scott's Bluff. 128 unofficially for the uh, big man in Boyle. 20 carries, 128 yards. That gives Scott's Bluff their 21st first down. Look at this stat sheet. Have you ever seen this? That's a lot of first downs. <laughs> a lot of them, but no passing first downs. Everything's been on the ground, two via penalty, or three. First, first and ten, Boyle again gets the call as he angles off to the right side. Boyle takes it to the 30, where he is uh, drilled back to the turf here. Boyle gets up quickly in disgust. Uh, maybe he was uh, rumped up there by the uh, Tigers a little bit. Second down here for uh, the Bearcats. Lane Hammock into the stop for Hastings in that last play. Boyle picks up about four. Precious time ticking off the clock there, Jimmy. We're down to 117 to play. And that penalty on Hastings High is going to cost the uh, Tigers a victory here tonight. Yep, yep, it sure is. And and then just uh, some sloppy tackling here on the last couple of plays that has enabled Scott Spluff to get down into bigger ter- into a deeper territory. That was just a three-yard gain there by O'Boyle, but it's been a couple of double-digit runs for this uh, offense. Here's uh, the quarterback again. It's going to be uh, Nate Kelly. Grabs the uh, high snap as he angles out to the right side across the 30 to the 29. Tackle is made by Carlos Espino, and the Tigers will uh, burn one of their timeouts right here. 51 seconds to play in the game. This timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll have more after this. You're listening to Extreme Sports. Challenge. It's not something you shy from. It's a chance to up your game. Every day brings a new challenge. But with the Enhanced Channel Seed brand on your side, you can rise to it. With our top-performing seed, innovative digital tools, and expanded agronomic support, you can turn tomorrow's challenges into your next advantage. Your Enhanced Channel Seed brand. Let's rise to the challenge. Learn more at channel.com slash rise. 
Read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. Call M&K Ag Solutions and Seed Sales at 402-984-3035. You are locked into Extreme Sports. Let's get back to the field with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. All right, we're uh, back here third down and five yards to go. Scott's Blump with the ball down here at the Hastings High 28-yard line. The Tigers crowding the uh, line of scrimmage here. And we'll see uh, Scott's Blump is trying to get the Tigers to jump again. Well, they didn't here, but they've, they've, the damage has already been done. Now they call the timeout. Now they got up to the line of scrimmage, tried to make the Tigers jump, and now they're going to call the timeout themselves. Uh, 51 seconds to play here in the football game. We'll take a break. You're listening to Extreme Sports. The timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll have more after this on Extreme Sports. At Rooter Auction and Realty, we are land brokers and equipment auctioneers. Our company is deeply rooted in agriculture, and we realize that farm and ranch assets are serious business. We're an integrity-based organization which has evolved into over 55 years of service to Nebraska and northern Kansas. Consult with one of our 12 agents today if it's time to sell your family's land and assets. Call us today for a no-obligation consultation at 402-463-8565 or go to RooterAuction.com. You are listening to Tiger Football on Extreme Sports. All right, as we come back, Kelly is just going to run the ball uh, straight ahead in Scott's Bluff. We'll be looking at a fourth down situation, fourth down, and uh, a couple of yards, 49 seconds to play here in, in the fourth quarter now. Well, we can talk about penalties all night. Hastings has had a lot of foolish ones here that have hurt them all through this game, but nothing more bigger penalty than what they had down here on fourth and what was it two yards to go and we jumped off sides to give them a fresh set of downs that's that seed drive that they currently have going you stop them my goodness you get the ball in their territory at about the uh, 35 yard line Hastings been able to move the football here in this uh, basically through the the later parts of this game uh, throwing the football around but yeah too many mistakes, Mike. Uh, what I come up with here: eleven penalties in the football game for Hastings High. That's not uh, that's not going to get you many victories. I know one thing. Monday morning, I'm going to put in my uh, my request for my winter merchandise from my my friends up there at Pro Team Design in Grand Island. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They'll be getting a couple of double orders. I report down here for uh, Scott's Bluff down here at the Hastings High twenty six yard line. As uh, Kelly waits for the snap here. Try to get him to jump again. And Call now timeout. we've got a uh, timeout called. we got a timeout called here by uh, Scott's Bluff. So it's a uh, 28-23. Scott's Bluff is down here on a fourth down and two. Down here at the Hastings High 28-yard line. Yeah, you just brought up the uh, the current temp here at uh, Lloyd Wilson Field. We're in the upper 40s. I, I failed to put in my... My uh, order for my winter attire. I didn't think I would need it quite yet, but uh, well, I, I, I lost that. It's been balmy and hot 
for every high school game that uh, we have done here this year, which is kind of crazy. Usually we get hot temperatures the first couple of games, and then it starts cooling off. Well, we haven't. We've been in shorts and uh, virtually short sleeves every game. And, uh, yeah, tonight I threw the quarter zip on. I could have used another another wrap. We're going to need more wrap in the morning because it's going to be very cold. Down to 44 right now and clear. Yeah, if uh, Roopster is uh, listening to the broadcast tonight, you'll be getting an uh, order from uh, me and Jimmy yeah. for our winter attire. Go ahead and uh, get the sewing machine cranked up. Tell you what, one thing about uh, Pro Team Design, old Rupert, when we put an order in, it ain't very many more days, and we've got a call that the stuff is done, and it looks very sharp. Scott's Wolf will come out here on fourth and short. They will go, or at least try to, if uh, Hastings don't uh, jump off sides. From the 25, they're going to go for it. They're going to hand the ball away. The Tigers will get a stop as they hand the ball away to Sebastian Boyle. And Boyle is stopped on the play. Hastings High will have a chance here. Carlos Espino, his 13th tackle of the night, comes up with a big, big play on fourth down. And the Tigers have a glimmer of hope here. First and 10 for Hastings High from their own 29-yard line. Needing a touchdown to win this baby with 47 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. What do the Tigers have? Do they have one timeout left? Yep. Is that what they've got on the board there? They've got to score very quickly and then be fortunate on the uh, onside kick. Well, if they score a touchdown, they're going to win the game. Here's uh, a pass thrown out here. It's going to be uh, caught by uh, Heinrichs. He is out of bounds. No timeouts left for Hastings. I know the the goalpost is kind of right, right. blocking. Uh, yeah, Tigers are down by only five points here. So Hastings High only needs a touchdown to pull a rabbit out of their hat and win this thing after spotting Scott's bluff a 21 to nothing lead in this ballgame. Hastings with 41 seconds to play. They are 60 yards away from a victory here tonight. Sinek has got the ball. Sinek backs up. Sinek has still got it. He throws it, and his pass is going to be caught again, but out of bounds. Landon Heinrichs out of bounds here, up around the 48-yard line, down to 36 seconds to play now. Here in the fourth quarter, 28-23, Scott's Bluff with the lead. Yeah, you're right. I said here, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a hacksaw. And cut down the uh, the far side of the uh, goalpost. It blocks the it blocks the score and uh, where the the yard line is. But uh, we got uh, business going down here. Second down as an incomplete pass. That is the 38th pass attempt for Cynic here tonight. Second and ten here with 36 seconds. Cynic backs up. Here comes the pressure. He steps away. Cynic still got the ball. Cynic at the 45 and Cynic is out of bounds at the 47 yard line. Now with 28 seconds to play. About an eight-yard gain there for Sinek off right side. Scott's bluff defensively will give the Tigers all their eight yards they want here. They're playing really deep in the secondary, not letting anybody get behind the defensive backs back there. They'll let Sinek get eight yards. That's all they want here. 28 seconds to play. Hastings has got the ball here at the 48-yard line. Sinek has got the ball again as he backs up. Sinek has still got it. Sinek dancing. Sinek throws it out here. Robinson incomplete pass. Threw it a little bit too far. Robinson couldn't grab it. Incomplete pass. That chewed up a lot of time. Uh, A sack would end the game, so Sinek had to get rid of it. Tigers have no timeouts left, so Sinek is sacked there. It's all she wrote. So instead, he throws it out here. Robinson incomplete pass. Second down now. Actually, fourth down. Fourth down now for the Tigers. They're still... uh, Side of a first down by a couple of yards. Fourth and two. The ball is on the Hastings High 48-yard line. 28-23. Scott's Bluff has got the lead. 
Tigers have the ball. Sinek needs a first down at least. Sinek has got it. Sinek throws the ball down the right sideline. Verton grabs the ball. 35-30. He's at the 25 down to the 22-yard line. We got 13 seconds to play. The Tigers with no timeouts left. Hastings High rushing up the field here. The clock is stopped while he spot the football. Hastings with the ball at the 22-yard line. 13 seconds to play. Hastings is trailing 28-23. Tigers have a chance here. Here's a cynic. He's got the ball, and he spikes the ball. They stop the clock now with 10 seconds to play. Hastings with the ball down here at the 22-yard line, trailing by five points. thought maybe they were going to flag Hastings. They had a receiver on the far side. looked like he got an early start, but they did not throw the flag. So 10 seconds left to go. Go back to the pass play. Cynic has been running for his life in that backfield. Somehow was able to elude traffic run to this side of the field and find Verton and with his big tall frame was able to get them arms out there that was a 32 yard gain from the 48 across midfield 10 seconds left to go here for the Tigers. Alright he sings up to the line of scrimmage here Here's a Cynic with the ball again. Cynic backs up. Cynic is going to throw the ball into the end zone. Touchdown, Hastings! Keith and Krings! Hastings wins the game, or at least they're ahead with four seconds to play. What a drive there. 22-yard pass and catch. He bought a little more time as Krings made. He's cut it about the five, and he threw a bullet right on the money. Keith and Krings. Gets met at the one-yard line, and then he just catapults into the end zone. Wow, what a play. What a game. Unbelievable. Four seconds left to go in the game. It's a 29-28 lead for the Tigers. Unbelievable. Hastings was behind this ball game, 21 to nothing. Hastings now leading 29-28. They score with four seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. 29-28 Tigers, and Hastings... Let's see, what are they going to do? They're going to go for a two-point conversion here. They're going to go for a two-point conversion and try to make this a, a three-point ball game. Sinek has uh, got the ball again. Sinek backs up. He throws it. It's going to be caught and then dropped. Oh, heard footsteps. As Robinson drops the ball at the two-yard line, so the two-point conversion is no good. We've got a break with four seconds to play in the game. Hastings now with a lead. The Tigers 29, Scott's Bluff 28. You're listening to High School Football on Extreme Sports. At Boss, Energy, At Boss Company, Energy Companies, we are proud to partner to our customers. A strong member of the communities we serve and a family business that really cares. Bossman Energy Companies was started in Grand Island in 1948 and has grown to become a diverse group of companies with locations throughout the Midwest. Bossman Energy supplies local communities with petroleum products to fuel their farms and businesses, power their industries, and to heat their homes. With more than 70 years in the industry, Bossman Energy companies will continue to succeed well into the future by following the same principles that have guided this company since day one. You are locked into Extreme Sports. Let's get back to the action with Mike Will and Jenny Purcell. Hastings High just went on a six-play, 71-yard drive in 43 seconds to uh, grab the lead in this ballgame, 29-28 over Scott's Bluff with four seconds to play. 
Now you would expect maybe some... Uh, oh, dipsy doodle, oh, yeah, laterals, anything they can get away with right now. Here's the uh, kickoff. They're going to pooch this one short. Picked up here at the uh, 15-yard line. Brings it back to the center of the field. Tackle the guy. He's at the 20. He's at the 25. He's at the 30. Oh, He's big, knocked out of bounds. shot. And the Tigers, Tigers win. Tigers win the ball game. The Tigers win the game. Going on a game-winning six-play 71-yard drive in 43 seconds. Hastings wins the game 29-28. to A touchdown drive brought to you by Stellick Law Firm in Grand Island, specializing in estate planning, probate, and personal injury. Give them a call today, 308-675-4035. Hastings High wins it. Final score, 29-28. to Back with the final numbers after this. You're listening to High School Football tonight on Extreme Sports. Since 1946, Cully Pipe and Steel continues to meet the pipe and steel needs of greater Nebraska and Kansas. Cully Pipe and Steel is a one-stop shop for all of your pipe and steel needs. Cully Pipe and Steel stocks a wide variety of steel and plumbing products. From custom steel products to structural steel, rebar fabrication, steel fabrications, and retail and wholesale plumbing parts and fixtures, remember Coley Pipe and Steel of Hastings. They're located at 405 West South Street and the Plumbing Showroom at 300 South Colorado in Hastings. There is still plenty of time to enjoy the Southern Hills Golf Course of Hastings. Call or go online to book your tee times and enjoy this 18-hole par 72 course that offers fun and challenges for all skill levels. The greens at the Southern Hills Golf Course are large and a delight to putt on. After the round, relax in the newly remodeled clubhouse with plenty of TVs to enjoy your favorite sporting events and grab some great food, including pizza, burgers, a Philly cheesesteak sandwich, or your favorite appetizer. Don't forget to book the clubhouse for an upcoming event. Just give Southern Hills Golf Course a call or go online at southernhillshastings.com. The Southern Hills Golf Course is located just off Highway 6 on Southern Hills Drive. Swing by today. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Listening to Tiger Football on Extreme Sports. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Hastings High going on a six play, 71 yard drive in 43 seconds. They get the uh, game winner on a uh, 22 yard touchdown pass from uh, Senek. To Keith and Krings, the two-point conversion was no good. And Hastings High uh, wins this football game tonight. Jimmy, final score of 29-28. to The Tigers now 4-3 and three on the season. They keep their playoff hopes alive in Class B. Wow, one of the most exciting high school games we have uh, we've done for quite a while. And give them credit. No give up, just like the uh, Broncos in the early part of the season. Not giving up, able to come back with some wins. But, uh, boy, what a win for Charlie and his boys here late in the game. Get you some final game numbers brought to you by... 
Coley Pipe and Steel at 405 West South Street and the Plumbing Showroom at 300 South Colorado in Hastings. Coley Pipe and Steel, they've been in business since 1946. And to give you a couple numbers before I get into the team totals, there was 127 offensive plays in this game between the two teams, 20 penalties, 20 penalties in the football game. Unbelievable. They both uh, had had mistakes uh, throughout the football game. For Scott's Bluff, their quarterback, Nate Kelly, finishes just one of four passing for seven yards. He had one interception, but where they put the yardage up was 58 carries, 347 yards. So give him 354 of total offense, 62 offensive plays for Scott's Bluff. They had 24 first downs in the ball game and penalized nine times in the game. Mike, they had 300-yard rushers in this football game. Carter Rezing had eight carries, 118 yards. Nate Kelly, the quarterback, had 23 carries, 112 yards. And the big boy, Sebastian Boyle, 22 carries, 130 yards. Unbelievable offense. Still teams are having a hard time figuring out how to stop this Bearcat offense. But the Tigers were able to get just enough here tonight to get the uh, the victory for the Tigers in the football game. Tucker Sinek was 26 of 42 for 299. He had one touchdown, a two-point conversion, and an interception on the night. 23 carries for the Tiger offense, 121 yards. So give the Tigers 420 of total offense on 65 offensive plays in the game. The Tigers with 21 first downs. And again, we talked about the penalties. They had 11 here in this football game. Individual leaders uh, in in the rushing category, Naz Robinson finishes the night 11 carries, 66 yards. Naz with two touchdowns. Tucker Sinek with eight carries, 44 yards, and he as well had a touchdown. Your leading receiver of the night, Landon Heinrichs with 11 catches, 138 yards in this football game. That was a just tremendous effort by him. And, uh, boy, you got to mention this guy, Keith and Krings, kind of been beat around this year. Last game we did, he wasn't there. He was tonight. Thank goodness he was. Four catches, 72 yards, but nothing more important than the 22-yarder he caught with four seconds left to go in the game to give the Tigers basically the victory. So a great night, 299 for Sinek unofficially on the night as the Tigers celebrate and the uh, Tigers keep their uh, playoff hopes alive. Yeah, 420 yards for Hastings High offensively. That's going to be one of their, their better performances we have had in uh, quite some time. Yeah, quite some time. They, uh, coming into this ball game had been averaging 191 uh, through the air and 117 on the ground. Obviously, uh, Right, right about what their uh, their their marks are, except for the passing game. Scott's Bluff never had an opportunity to really be able to slow Landon Heinrichs down, even putting double coverage on him. Chance Verton made some big catches, and then Keith and Krings comes up with the big one here late in the ball game. So you know, he sings, I uh, pulls a rabbit out of their hats, twenty nine to twenty eight. The uh, final score, he sings, I going on a uh, six play, seventy one yard drive in the. 43 seconds at the end of the ball game. They score with four seconds to play. A 22-yard touchdown pass from Sinek to Keith and Krings. Wins it for a Hastings high as the Tigers go to 4-3 and three on the season. Charlie Shoemaker, the head coach for Hastings high, is uh, made his way up here. And uh, obviously, Coach, uh, <laughs> one of the more uh, exciting football games that we have seen in a long time. Talk about uh, you going out there in the final stages of the ball game. Uh, talk about that game-winning drive for you guys. Well, you know, first of all, I mean, 
hats off to the defense, getting the stop. That wasn't easy. Um, I don't know that we'd stopped them for a one-yard gain all night. And uh, we did there, and they did a great job. You know, we had a couple seniors. Uh, Kellen Jones, we put him at defensive end. He hasn't played it ever. He's been our D tackle. But we just needed to beef up that side. They were just pounding us over there. And uh, he stepped up and, and played that defensive end, gave us a little more edge there. Uh, Naz Robinson, we moved him up to corner in the second half. He's a safety, uh, but we needed to really solidify that edge, and he did a great job. Uh, man, I just – Tucker did a great job of buying his time, and, um, you know, Keith and ran a great route. We talked about that at halftime, running that post on that two-high safety look, and we drew it out with Chance running a smash on the other side, and they just did a great job of executing that. And um, I'm proud of the guys, the way they caught the ball the last drive and getting out of bounds and managing the time. And what did we have, 40 seconds, I think, or something like that? I mean, just overall, we've kind of talked all week about, uh, you know, you're going you're gonna to get punched. You're going to lose some. You need to win the right ones, and tonight we won the right one. 420 yards. I think we had you guys a uh, total offense in this ball game. By far the, uh, the best output of the season. Why did you have success uh, tonight? What did you see in that Scotts Bluff defense to uh, give you some openings there? Well, you know, w- watching the Northwest film, they really threw the ball well against them. They ran the ball a little better than we did. But, you know, second half we had some runs that, uh, that were real positive for us and kind of allowed us to be a little more balanced. Uh, but we thought we had a, an advantage with our receivers against their DBs, and uh, that showed tonight. Landon Heinrichs had a great game. Um, you know, I, I know he's upset about the one he dropped early, but, man, I mean, he, he had a great game, and he, he was a tough matchup for them. But but overall, I mean, how many guys caught the ball? I mean, that's the way we've kind of been all year, and, and Tucker did a nice job of being cool back there and, and not panicking. He struggled a little bit in the first quarter, um, but then he settled in, and, and he was finding his guys. I know Tucker's a long ways from it, but he's got a little bit of that Patrick Mahomes look in him because when he's got to run for his life, he's spinning and, and swirling around out there, throws some sidearm stuff he out does. there. But, man, he can find the guys and, and even out of control can get the ball right on the money. He's got great touch. Um, you know, he, he changes his arm angle a lot when, depending on where the defense is at and getting it around guys and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, he's going to be a good one, and, he, and he's been really good for us all year. Um, I'm just proud of the guys that just kept fighting, kept fighting. It wasn't easy. Um, we were getting pounded on, and then uh, we just kind of found a way and scratched and clawed, and this is the big one for us. Hey, you guys trailed 21 to nothing in the first half, and things did not look uh, real good at that point. Was there a major adjustment uh, at halftime? Uh, what would you do at halftime or just uh, continue to, to pound what you wanted to do tonight? Yeah, I mean, we ran a lot of the same stuff. You know, we, we felt like we had our hitches. I think a lot of it was we got the running game going a little bit in the second half. I, I just think that's huge. Um, you keep them off balance a little bit. Uh, we caught them in a couple blitzes. We got down here, and uh, we had the two-point conversion. We didn't need it, but the two-point conversion we kind of had set up, and it just you know kind of dropped it. But uh, uh, I, our guys just executed a little bit better. Uh, up front, uh, Naz had that long run. Uh, I tell you what, that was one of the best plays our line had blocked. They just they really walled it off. Um, and it's just a matter of being consistent with it. And, you know, we got time and we got to get better. Tell you what, we, we called the Broncos the cardiac kids. I think we can, we can kind of dub you guys cardiac kids. Man. One bad thing tonight, though, penalties. Yeah. My goodness, they about cost you. They did. I thought this one down here, the offsides, I thought, boy, that's going to be the ball game right yeah, there. Yeah, and it was, you know, because we were really playing well prior to that and we had them kind of where we wanted them. Um, you know, it's just I mean, that stuff when you get in these games. We got lucky. You know, we got lucky on that one. But when you get in these games, you can't have those, and, and that almost cost us. 
So Hastings High again, they win 29 to 28. They go to four and three on the season. Like I said, Charlie, that's a, a huge win. And you're starting to look to uh, the playoffs here in a couple of weeks. So you got to keep your head above water here. And you got to two big games uh, remaining in the regular season. Yeah, it's so competitive. I mean, you look at Class B, it's just unbelievable how, how balanced and deep it is this year. Um, Ralston's going to be a good football team. Uh, you know, they put together some good, some good football this year. Uh, so we we're, we got a short week. We got to turn around and play on Thursday next week. So um, you know that's going to be going to be a challenge for us. So we're going to have to make sure we're ready to go. You just drop one on me right there. It's a Thursday night game. Yeah, huh? we'll be on the NCN network on next on next Thursday. So, <laughs> All right, everybody, congratulations! Twenty nine, twenty eight. You pull one out here tonight. Yeah, we'll, we'll take it, and uh, we'll just keep moving on. All right, Charlie Shoemaker, the head coach for uh, Hastings High again, twenty nine to twenty eight. The uh, final score is uh, Hastings High uh, gets a six-play, 71-yard uh, scoring drive in the final seconds of this ball game. They cover the 71 yards in 43 seconds. They score with four seconds to play, and they uh, go on to beat Scott's Bluff tonight, 29-28. to Defensively, uh, Carlos Espino, big, big night. We didn't have a chance to discuss him, but he had 13 tackles in the uh, football game here tonight. Yeah, I'll tell you what, you could point a lot of fingers at different guys tonight for your your players of the game, but I think you just you got to give it to the to the whole team. I mean, for the being resilient and not giving up. I mean, uh, like I said, we had them dead in the water after they jumped off sides down here, but they were able to come up with a stop and then they uh, relied on their big players Chance Verton making a big big catch down here to get them down deep in the territory and then Krings catches a 22-yarder. Hats off to the to the Tigers and Charlie they're resilient, and they're uh, they're four and three now in the uh, direction they need to go. All right, tomorrow we will head for Orange City, Iowa, as uh, the Hastings College Broncos talking about a task, Jimmy. How about the nation's yeah. number one ranked team and the defending NAIA national champions? Hastings and the Red Raiders will go at one thirty tomorrow for the kickoff. It'll be homecoming in uh, Orange City. We'll be on the air with a coach in the pregame show at twelve thirty tomorrow afternoon. Here on Extreme Sports. Somebody's got to beat them. They can't win them all. <laughs> might, might as well be the Broncos making a trip down. I know Coach has got his luck charm. Yeah. His good luck charm. His daughter uh, made the trip down with him. So we wish him luck, and uh, we'll see what we can get done in uh, Orange City. Again, one thirty for the kickoff tomorrow, Twelve thirty for the pregame show here on Extreme Sports. So an exciting one tonight, 29-28. Hastings High wins it here at Lloyd Wilson Field for Gene Shaw, for Jimmy Purcell. I'm Mike Will. Wishing you a very pleasant good evening from Lloyd Wilson Field. You've been listening to the Post Game Show. Join us all season long for high school football coverage on Central Nebraska's new home for sports. Today's broadcast of high school football has been an exclusive presentation of Extreme Sports.